0: Welcome to Waiting for Game. It's been a bit since we had our last episode, but we are excited to bring you one of the spiciest episodes of the year, one of the hottest episodes of the year, fresh out of the oven. We're here to talk about a lot today. Obviously, Genesis is right around the corner, but we've also got some uh, some really important news that we probably need to get to. But uh, before we get to any of that, I'm going to introduce myself. I'm Gimme.Weed. I'm going to be your host. Uh, I usually say, my credentials top 100 so whenever you have but um but i think we all know it by now i before we get to everyone else i want to say i went a little went a little extra went a little above and beyond you know i had to do it to them it's a very important time in melee's history so i had to celebrate um and you might see another uh you might see a familiar face on the screen we've got our good old friend our past i think our our first back to back guest one away from the five timers club we got Mikey the cheat what's going on
1: yeah i've been here the whole time but in in the meantime i did also have a no. <laughs> my house and bring uh epic stuff cross papa john's pizza that fresh hot ready etc
0: dude that's amazing um and we also have after a little bit of a nice break we've got uh, ambi sinister what's going on ambi what's up guys
2: completely unplanned not a bit at all uh i also got some some papa johns (laughs) so uh i think we're what three for three now so we're
0: three for three this is this is truly insane and to finish it off edwin budding my good friend my pal he's been with me through thick and thin i'm sure he's with me on this one edwin how are you doing today and i think you got to answer the million dollar question (laughs)
3: nice turning the tables there um yeah i'm doing great i'm super excited to talk about genesis i gotta say though i hate to disappoint the listeners and viewers of the show but papa john's does not deliver nearby me um i've known this for a week Mm -hmm. i even had this whole plan to pick it up from the closest spot of the three papa john's in massachusetts and uh you know unfortunately i just flaked on it you clowned I've seen a lot
0: of excuses, and I hope that when it comes to Genesis, we don't hear the same excuses from you. Um, (laughs) Well, before we get into this this news, Mikey, you mentioned you got an epic stuffed crust. Is that your whole order? Did you get anything
1: else? I got a two liter of mug root beer as well, of course. Nice. And the epic
0: stuffed crust, if you used the same deal that I did, spoilers, you would have gotten a topping pepperoni. Pepperoni, okay.
1: $6 off, $13 large pie.
0: It's not cheese bad. Bread. Yeah, I, I got the uh, the Epic Stuffed Crust Pizza as well. It's a new menu item. I also, yeah, I, I did get the, the $13. I did half meatball. Um, I have a friend who swears by meatball, and I was like, sure, why not? Um, I also did cheese sticks, and I went crazy. I got Ooh. the garlic parmesan breadstick, so I'm going to be eating a lot of uh, dairy and carbs right before Genesis. Uh, perfect to fit into all my little cute genesis outfits
1: that's that's crazy because you strike me as lactose intolerant so uh
0: i have really bad stomach issues i think that's what you're thinking of same shit well yeah yeah i mean that's that's like uh part and parcel of being part of melee stats is having stomach issues <laughs> speaking of which abby what did you get what what is or what are you going to regret tomorrow morning uh i got a pizza
2: so <laughs> i am lactose <laughs> intolerant oh. so that's that's gonna be fun later i just uh I just also a got, pizza? I got, like, a sausage, pepperoni, and mushrooms. So that's pretty good. I also got garlic knots. Because, like, you know, you gotta
0: get garlic knots. So Did you guys do the thing yet? The pepper? The... No, not the oh, pepper. Oh, my fiancé the... so
2: it's all hers. Let's
0: pop the peppers, we... Let's pop the peppers, pepper. should we? Uh... Edwin, do you want to give a countdown? Wait. <laughs> I
3: went in with it. Fuck Edwin? it, let's go! Uh, yeah, sure. Three, two... One go. Yeah, that, was that was fun. Great. Thank you for including me on that. I really appreciate it. I was, I felt a little sad, like I, I almost had this whole like, uh, you know, moment of reckoning where I realized I should have just gone and picked up the pizza. But thanks for including me in the in the <laughs> tradition. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'll, I'll raise my hand over to you. You know, it's all part of the team. Even though you, uh, you're like Kyrie on the Nets right now. I don't really appreciate what you've been doing for us, but you're here. You're part of the team.
3: Exactly the same.
0: <laughs> you I have sure the exact same believe. beliefs. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, we're, we're here. We're eating pizza. Um, but we're, we're doing it for a reason. One, I thought we could maybe do this on the Melee Stats card. Um, I did not get this approved by the other members, so I don't know if this is true. But two, the big reason is because we had a huge announcement this past week. BTS... <laughs> I mean, out of nowhere for, for all the fans, uh, announced they were going to be partnering with Papa John's for 12 tournaments, I believe five or six of which are just not publicly announced at this point. This Correct. is the, the big announcement. Melee and Pizza have a, a very strong lineage from Wombo Combo to uh, Axe. Pizza. Now to this. We, we obviously, you know, we are uh, deeply intertwined with the worlds of sauce and dough and i think that uh mikey you're one of the perfect people to get on here one you are a part of bts and two you are a uh, can i can i use the word pizon i am a
1: pizon
0: okay you I love you're one of our pizza. favorite pizons in the scene
1: <laughs> yeah you are allowed to use that word um <laughs> i get the yeah. P word uh pass yeah of course yeah uh holy shit you know they <laughs> They noticed us
4: <laughs> for <laughs> once.
1: Uh, it's great. I think uh, I think we're paying it back to them, though, you know? Uh, I don't think... You know, we see something like this, and we think it's very hype because um, Big Brand that we see on TV is, uh, you know, acknowledging that Super Smash Bros. exists. Uh, <laughs> but on the flip side, I don't think it's normal for, like, sponsor tweets to get, like four thousand likes or for people to um you know out of their own volition offer to wear their papa john's apparel at smash tournaments or eat pizza from them on their podcasts uh so (laughs) you know it's uh it's an exciting time all around for sure we are truly like
0: repressed in some way
1: (laughs) yeah yeah for sure the
0: a big corporation is like hey like, we, we're we gonna, you know, put our name on these, and we're like, yes! <laughs> we must go get it now! Um, But yeah, I mean, I, I think it goes to speak to how Nintendo's stranglehold on on our scene. Uh, we, we appreciate what we have. And I know that, you know, being a part of BTS, you, you definitely have some things that uh, you probably aren't allowed to say about this, but just wondering, like, everything I've heard about this has been very positive. I'm wondering if you're able to shed a little bit of light on what this means, or how it will affect the products that we see being put out.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, this is not, like, new from the perspective of something that, like, BTS has been trying to do, um, you know, for a while now. Um, we know that there's something here that could be mutually beneficial where, you know, um, TOs could use a little bit more resources, could use a little bit more money. Um, and on the other side, there's this large kind of untapped and very passionate market of people that, um, we can kind of put together as you see here. I mean, this covers like almost every, you know, major tournament that we have in the scene, uh, which was something that was you know, really important to us about this. Um, you know, I, I don't know if you read uh, Ken Hotbid's uh, tweet longer or tweet thread, I guess that he made talking about the situation, but there was actually like a very similar deal that was happening um, before the pandemic in 2020 that ended, ended up not going through, obviously, because all of these tournaments got canceled. So, um, you know, kind of rebuilding back from that and being able to sort of uh, build it all up again and you know get this done for everyone was really really exciting for us
0: i want to hear my co-host thoughts on this but i guess the question that i have is that will my rate increase <laughs> do i that there's a lot of skrilla going around do i get to see any of this
1: uh, we'll see how far it trickles down <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, but yeah, Edwin, I know, well, I, I mean, Edwin and Abby, I, we were both going crazy when this happened. Uh, I, I know that like, if this was a stop what you're doing type of announcement, which is very funny because I don't know about YouTube, but as I get more uh ingrained in the scene, as I start to learn more information, I I get like very few announcements that make me like, be like, wow, like this is insane. I, I used to feel that way all the time, but uh, when I was just like a spectator and I would go on like smash reddit and be like when's the next like big announcement gonna happen right when's the next big tournament when's the next like big sponsorship um but now like nothing really surprises me but this was the one that just stopped me in my tracks ambi i know that you were hard at work i bet but you you uh spent your good about your time chiming in what uh what did you think about this one
2: yeah no so i think it's really funny because Just the way it happened was so incomprehensible to me, right? Because, like, I think it's one thing. Like, it's not like a, you know, food distribution company sponsoring a melee event or two. It's not like that's never happened. The real ones remember Bus 2, sponsored by Nesquik, where they just gave out chalky milk to people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That That was an event that was very funny. The New England heads probably remember that. Uh, so like it wasn't necessarily that the, you know, the announcement that you know there's going to be Papa John's stuff at these events was particularly interesting to me. The nuts thing was a that this was the announcement tweet for a lot of these tournaments, and b that it was like every major tournament for the remainder of the year. I was just like completely floored when I saw this because I was like, like. What happened in the background to lead this this sequence of events to occur? Right, like, I I can't even conceptualize this. I'm happy that that we we got the cheat here. Yeah, but uh, I, I was like a, I was on my way to a billiard tar, so not not exactly hard at work, but I was I was <laughs> out and about, but I was just in full force memeing on Twitter the whole day. I love that Aiden was like, people should just be more appreciative of the fact that, <laughs> that these, these TOs are going
1: to see all this pizza money. I'm like, dude, lighten up. And like, now his Twitter account's so gone. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. Pizza dude. Hut hitters must have gotten to him. Yeah. <laughs> must have. It's the, the
0: Domino's Domino's uh, Destroyers.
1: <laughs> of so, course.
2: That was a very fun couple of hours for me. But yeah. I don't know.
1: All part of the plan. Right? <laughs> Was, you got a yeah. farm engagement somehow, and you might as well just uh, <laughs> it was drop amazing. everything all at once.
0: <laughs> it's just, you know, it's the, the old tweet from years ago, which was, he just tweeted it out. Yeah. I spent my whole life working on this, and he just tweeted it out. That's, like, basically what this felt like. Um, and the funny thing is, is, this is, like, the bridge between places that we thought were not going to work together right i don't know whether or not people had a good reason to say this but they're like they're like you're either bts or you're vgbc there's no in between and now papa john's is the one that brings it all together edwin this is like tell me what do you what do you think about this because this is like the craziest thing that we saw
3: okay so there's two things here right there's just the the instantaneous reaction i had and i'm not gonna lie i think like 80% of this is just the name of the sponsor being Papa John's. And just the, just like the literal phrase, Papa John's is coming to smash in 2022. I saw this on my phone. I was like, what the fuck? Papa John's coming to smash? I think there's something about the name Papa John's, which is very amusing. And just the idea that they're coming to smash. You see all these, like literally the biggest tournaments in the scene, all on the scene screen. It's just like, Sensory overload of all these things I would have never put together. Right? I've been you know in the it scene is? for a while. You know what it <laughs> yeah.
2: is? It's it's the final form of Applebee's esports. That's what it is. That's
1: true. <laughs> yeah, Applebee's and Pepis and you know fucking uh, fake esports and whatever the fuck else came together and it had
3: became this... real. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like I, I've been in the scene for a while, right? Like I remember when Brain Gear was involved and like all this stuff. It's easy to just kind of like. If you've been in the scene for as long as I think like we have and like you you've worked behind the scenes for a bit like typically you, you tend to kind of be a bit guarded or reserved about announcements or you tend to know the ones that are coming up well Mikey I guess you you obviously knew this one but like this is one of the few times I was actually flabbergasted by something that came out so really the first really part of this because place. Like yeah, as people like, who
0: kind of know about some things mm-hmm. really just shows you there are levels to this.
3: Yeah, there's there's like an entire scale to like decision making that goes on that even like we are just like not not there yet. The second thing I want to bring up, a, a bit more serious of a point, was that yeah, we you're right. There has been like a sense of a divide in the community over the last like two and a half years. And I think that's just objectively true between you know, like the existence of multiple circuits. Or circuits now. I mean, I don't know what the whatever that held the, hell the nin- Nintendo thing is, but like, but there's the ex- there's so many factions in the scene that that have different that you know, like over the last two years, it seems that they've had different ways of doing things that haven't always gone together. I mean, like this is something that I wrote about in my column about for like three weeks in a row about how you know the scene's doing well but it's splintered into these different categories these different circuits these different streaming companies BTS VGBC then you have like what again like like i mentioned before whatever the fuck is going on with panda global and nintendo and just to with to see that like I, again i i don't know exactly what goes behind the scenes into all these that causes these splits or whatever but to see like super smash con genesis big house main stage all on the same, like, announcement under Papa John's. It's not only hilarious by virtue of just, like, the phrase, like, Papa John's is coming to Smash and, like, bringing these, like, factions of the scene together. But just, like, this this is actually pretty monumental. <laughs> and it's monumental in the most, like, in the most blindsiding way for, for me. I I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know...
1: It's normal, right, that we're sometimes going to have, like, interests that don't always align within the scene, and I think that that's just kind of part of the game here. But I think this in particular is is kind of a slam dunk, if you think about it, you know? It's like, we can offer them you know, so many more eyes by putting all of these events together. Uh, You know, so much more than, you know, we could just by having it be, you know, Smash Summits and Mainstage, basically. And, you know, that helps us kind of with leverage there. And then, you know, also, like, like, I think it's good for the scene if all of these events are big, you know? (laughs) Like, I think that's an obvious win. Uh, And if all of these events are big and healthy, um, then you know, that's, that's going to make me happy and that's going to be good for us. So I think all around, this was actually like a pretty easy decision, you know? (laughs) Um, And, uh, you know, I'm happy that like all of these events could, could be a part of it.
0: A rising tide raises all ships, as they say. Yeah. And, uh, this tide is one made out of marinara sauce. (laughs) Um, anyway, uh. By the way, this yeah. is—we uh, had a little bit of an awkward pause there in between uh, people. Yeah, um, I want to apologize. This is my dinner, Mikey. Th- I don't know if this is yours. Same. This is mine. I had a late <laughs> lunch and I was looking forward to this. I just—I literally ordered it to eat. You know, whatever. Half a pizza. <laughs> so I apologize if any flow of the conversation's off. But no, I, I think that like, yeah, the the scene going together is something that we've been looking for. Um, and I definitely think that Edwin's right. This idea of like splintering was kind of a worst case scenario, but people are like, well, you know, there's a scenario, right? Like this could happen. Uh, but luckily the bag stepped in and, uh, the bag brings us all together. So luckily we're here and I'm just happy that people are going to get paid. Uh, and I'm also happy that, um, you know, hopefully I can get myself the, the red wristband and make my way to the Papa John's uh VIP lounge. Play play <laughs> see, on uh, seat eat all the papadillas there. Gonna
3: see our teammate at a CRT made out of cardboard. <laughs> For some reason to, I imagine like a, a couch of it. just actual cheese, like an edible couch. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, this is uh very
0: Within the, like, COVID guidelines that we're currently within. (laughs) Yeah, bro, just take a bite of the couch. (laughs) It's
3: like a Tim and Eric sketch. Of course. (laughs) The pizza couch. Well, write it and
0: pitch it to Summit. (laughs) Edwin, what are you doing? We're releasing all all our best ideas. (laughs) I'm
1: all ears for creative pizza ideas. Cheese couch? (laughs) (laughs) Can't lose. I'm looking
0: forward to, yeah, I'm looking forward to cheese couch. I'm looking forward to whatever else comes of this. Um. This is a weird one, but I, I think that I am very positive towards it. Now, is that just because I'm currently eating Papa John's and it's like filling me up and, and it's giving me serotonin, possibly? Um, Before we go on, do you guys want to talk about what your uh, favorite pizza chain is or do we kind of all have to say Papa John's?
1: I have to recuse myself, I think. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if it's chain, I'm allowed to say Papa John's because all the new haven stuff is not is not really a chain.
1: You like the so clam pizza? Yeah, dude. Nice. Frank Pepe's
2: good. Yeah, I'm definitely I'm definitely more of a Pepe's guy. The line at Sally's is always shorter though, so. A beats?
1: A beats?
3: Yeah, they uh, opened rem- a Pepe's nearby me, but it's not anywhere
0: near as good as the New Haven one. Reminds me of when Edwin and I went to Pizzeria Regina, which is great. <laughs> oh my uh, god. I, I, oh my I left, god. <laughs> I left my hat there. And then the next day, we're walking right by it. I'm like, "Oh, I need to step back in there." And he's like,
3: "We're not having pizza again." <laughs> and I was like, "Dude, I, I thought you were gonna bring I, up how no, we
0: walked." I'm it. not gonna bring up anything else about it. Save okay. that for another time. I'm gonna bring <laughs> up. I left my Philadelphia Eagles hat, which I was wearing around Boston to show them what's what. <laughs> uh, and I guess my you know my hubris got the best of me, and I accidentally left it there uh Shit. yeah it was it was very funny that you won't allow me to get it because you thought i was just like
3: time for more pizza yeah, time for more regina's pizza uh
0: but yes um speaking of bts the uh the other mm-hmm. big news is that nominations or sorry opt-ins are now open nominations start tomorrow if you're listening to this on youtube or your uh, preferred app preferred podcast app but the mm-hmm. nominations are already going to be open um it's a little too soon to call what we're going to see for Summit 13. I think every summit by nature of just, like, players deciding, like, oh, I'm going to go all for out this summit. You know, they have all, like, different kind of groups of people. Um, I think I will say, so far, there is a clear person, a clear outlier, <laughs> uh, who, a friend of the show. And who knows, maybe he'll he'll be around in the coming weeks to talk about this. But uh I've yeah, seen screenshots. <laughs> I will say, keep an eye out on one dark gen X. Yeah. That's all I have that's, to say about that for now. I,
1: I have no idea what's gonna happen there. Uh the content already is you know, it's funny. I like that video they put out. Uh, it was very good. But uh I don't know. You want what do you want to talk about, Summit thirteen? What do you what do, shoot fire away what are your curiosities
2: yeah i I just i briefly want to say all i said like so i showed i showed my fiance dark genics video where he's announcing his summit run she was like yeah that was very new jersey that was the most new jersey thing i've ever (laughs) seen in my entire life i was like you're so right so i i have to vote for dark genics personally just by virtue of
0: how new jersey his campaign has been already
2: <laughs>
0: uh yeah no he's he's truly the garden state candidate is he not <laughs> uh i'm i'm excited to see i'm excited to see like who else steps up right we know frenzy is throwing his hat in the ring i don't know if he's already opted in um other than that i have not really heard anyone who's like strikes me as going to make a big way of um hmm, that seems kind of mean to all the other people who've currently opted in but you know what i mean like there, there's some people who, some summit spots go to surprises, and some summit sort of spots you're like, yeah, no, that makes sense to me, right? Uh, Yingling, of course, was something where I was like, okay, I can see from pretty early on that this is like, there's a big push. Sora had a big push as well. I mean, the the game is tough to get into, like it's it's t- uh, the game meaning like the game of getting into summit. Yeah. Um. So you got to have do more than just like one and put effort into it. But like, usually there's a pretty clear idea of who's going to be. So I'm happy to see like who kind of fills in the cracks in between now. And when voting starts, you know,
1: there uh, aren't too many people opted in at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is, uh, which is weird. Um, So if you're, you're in not the chat, weird. maybe it's not weird. Well, like, I think
2: it's- that, uh, so what immediately comes to mind is uh, a certain individual that, really wanted to opt in
0: <laughs> uh, who oh, unfortunately no. oh, not Why?
2: allowed to opt in and i'm of course talking about the legendary kuya who has been campaigning for summit for like the last four or five so, months yeah,
1: i just have to say i've seen the reddit posts out there <laughs> i'm i'm sorry <laughs> he was so I'm, excited i'm so sorry but uh it's, it's, it's like never watching even a hit crash
0: him. in slow motion yeah it's just like oh my god i know what's gonna happen and i can't stop it
1: yeah it was you think you might do a little bit of homework before you uh <laughs> sell the farm <laughs> and uh you know start posting like that but i don't know
3: i felt bad
2: <laughs> yeah I man, i feel bad <laughs> i wonder if someone tried
3: to tell him he was like oh no don't worry i'll, I'll, I'll make it I'll be good. Oh, yeah. First in, in low tier
0: bracket, special tour. That must count for something.
3: Um,
0: Maybe Honoré Summit 14 invitee.
1: Maybe. Or maybe <laughs> just get eligible by then, then give it another shot.
0: Whoa! Tough yeah. words.
1: Head to Genesis or any of the Papa John's tournaments that are upcoming.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just place in the Papa John's circuit. Uh, is there going to be we should have like branded tournaments where it's like the breadstick bowl. And that's the new name oh. for, for doubled out or something.
1: Holy moly.
3: <laughs> hey. Marinara madness. I'm sure they'd love it. <laughs> you should rebrand apex to that. <laughs> I, I might probably... go to it. If they <laughs> Yeah, I just saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd go to
0: Marinara madness. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's the difference. Any between... day over the week. Over apex, that's the difference dude. between that and apex is that I would go to Marinara madness. <laughs> uh well i hope uh you know I, I hope i'm able to i assume there's like collectibles like a different piece of the pie and if you go to eight tournaments you can like connect them and then get into the vip room at the uh the final papa john's tournament so i'm ha- I'm hoping that i'm able to collect my little pieces
1: hell yeah the, the papa john's exodia so to speak
0: yeah <laughs> yeah I, I connect that and then yeah, you know, suddenly I get enough points for a uh, free two-liter or something. <laughs>
1: there you go. All this to but, say, uh, you might want to check if you're eligible to opt in to Summit 13, because it might just be your lucky summit.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's definitely like it was last. Um, I forget Summit 11, uh, but but Summit 12 was definitely opening to a lot more areas of the world i don't i won't say that it's like an online thing and i don't want to say it's a smash world tour thing but i do think that there is like a combination of events that we saw over the pandemic which like kind of made us be like you know what there's more countries in the world than just america and europe well i know europe's not a country i mean the countries of europe um Mm. and i i do think it's really cool that they are there's like south american people who are eligible there's australian people who are eligible Um, yeah i i hope to see we already saw sora last year and he's opted in so who knows it's maybe it's the repeat the aussie run back
1: who knows uh who else was here logan could be it could be another logan run we got kevin maples
3: salt salt i think is pretty intriguing it's funny i feel like with with salt he has a very um like among the people who know him like his crew he has a lot of popularity and, and you know hyping up he, he's got a he's got like a few uh memorable clips from his twitch channel which it which always helps i um i do wonder about like how well known salt is among like the broader voting field Man, i don't really think is. it matters dude Like, I don't know, I'm definitely
2: of the mind that Summit stopped being about, like, which player is recognizable so long ago, where, like, Wizzro just stands no chance (laughs) for the the majority of times he's not directly invited. Because it's like, it really just comes
3: down to what player
2: is motivated to make content.
3: Yeah, when uh, I say well-known, I'm not in, in reference just to results. I mean, just, like, do people recognize who, who this I person people didn't know shit about Nick Yingling before. Yeah, well, but, Yingling had the, but Yingling had the, like, you know, the you just got dunked on, or you just got ratioed by Yingling. I mean, yeah, that's, that's what I imagine Jarjanic I mean, is, is going to be doing at this point. Yeah, yeah that's, it, what think, that's what I think. that's attainable I'm wondering for Salt, what salt Path would be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's whether you have enough people, like, in the circle, you know, mm-hmm. Because even he who... also
3: had Mikey, a Jack, he had you know, he had he had he had a good team behind him. I don't know what Salt's team is like, I guess is what I'm saying.
1: Who knows? But I mean rocking the uh, the IBDW win as your uh, video on the opt-in page is, is a bit of a flex, <laughs> you know, would be kind of cool.
0: I'd like to see it. Um I, I definitely think that summit people are like getting the idea that it's not the best players. They still don't all get the idea. <laughs> because they they will still maul if uh you know like Wizzy doesn't get in after he doesn't like tweet about it at all. <laughs> right. But um I, I do think we're getting to a point where summit is is definitely like it's being viewed as more of this thing that you have to work to get into and it's like this very fun event where you know, before, we were like, yeah, you shouldn't get to summon unless you're top 15, right? I was definitely an elitist where I was like, dude, ESAM's in? Um, and now I'm like, yeah, it's fine. It's cool, right? We saw multiple people who um, we haven't really seen before. We had multiple people who weren't top 100 last year, it was like Swift, Null, Sora, Pipsqueak. Um, some of those people did make the the top 30 that the PGR put out uh afterwards but like before that they weren't ranked top 100 and they all did super well they all took a set they were all super cool to see so i do think summit's like yeah it's it's about who wants it more uh who puts the most effort in but because of that we are seeing like a really cool group of up-and-coming players as opposed to just like this is the guy i saw at five summits i'm gonna get him into a sixth
1: yeah it, it really is crazy that the one summit you know or the the summit i think where we had the most like you know new blood so to speak was the one where everyone took a set you know you you'd think that somewhere in there there would be you know someone who just kind of threw up a goose egg i mean we've seen none go to summit and not win a game before like this this always happens but uh they all they all got one at least
0: famously tweeted by melee stats yeah of course <laughs> um so i yeah let's let's uh really quickly you know we will obviously talk more about this when the landscape of uh summit you know nominations come out when we start to learn uh a little more of like who's going to be in that scenario to be voted in um but i'm i'm back in dark genics that that'll be my guy uh, ambi already said that for you edwin of course yeah
3: yeah it's not even a no no doubt in my mind i'm backing dark gen x there is a
1: powerful force behind dark gen x it seems (laughs) there are uh 29 people waiting in the wings of a discord chat (laughs) to do some unspeakable things (laughs) from what i know
0: you wish it was 29 you wish you were only 29?
1: Well, I mean, 29 of them are, are doing one thing, and the rest of them are, are going to buy merch or whatever.
0: <laughs> I'm excited to see the merch drop. Yeah, I know you're not able to
1: spoil anything, but... uh, uh There's going to be one uh, item of merch that involves the uh, Joker Man font, and that's all I can say. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm very excited for that.
2: Wow. I mean if it's anywhere as good as the Smash Cat merch. I think it'll be pretty fire. Smash Camp merch was really good this Thank year. Thank
1: you. Everyone, that fucking uh the Spoopy? No, it's actually the one for, for the GameCube shirt.
0: Yeah, the the one that Spoopy did. They killed it.
1: <laughs> Chef's Kiss.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to support. I hope that uh let's see, it's uh it's like survivor theme. I hope that there's like a banana dad hat, <laughs> dad hat. And, and if there's not i'm uh boycotting not only summit not only bts but just like smash in general i will become a nintendo shill if there's no banana dad hat i will then become the guy who's like yeah dude you're not supposed to wave dash it's cheating
3: yeah, i feel excuse me i need to uh Miyamoto. i need to you're send a this Slack message real quick <laughs>
0: Yeah, ban the C. Sea- you can't use the C stick. It's a macro. <laughs> Starting to sound That's like true. A bad Jerry Seinfeld impression now. So before I get deep into that, I think we, we maybe
3: should not uh... ban the C stick. <laughs> okay. What else? What else is part of the Keep going. It's, it's okay. Oh, oh, for one. It's so fine. he says
0: that to. Okay. So he says that, and then he's got like friends, right? Does Kramer or George say anything?
3: yeah i don't have a good kramer george but that's where you step in you You get to be kramer i already i already already set up something i can't i can't be jerry and kramer at the same time do you think
0: that you are the do you think you're the jerry of this group
3: oh i don't know that's tough let let me say i definitely uh i think if they're if there is anything, I was I I'm the master shake of this group, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> not not, Jer- not Jerry. Okay, I'm the Scotty Pippen of this group then.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so we got master I,
3: shake. I, I can't be Pippen here. <laughs> we've
0: got master shake. <laughs> we've got, that, we've got Scotty. We're again. all.
3: Eric, just pick some anime or something. You're, you're, some you're anime. Yeah, say you're a uh, smile or something. Uh, I'm totally Peko. Right, so Peko, Scotty Pippin, and Master Shade. What's
1: up, me? It's me, uh, Dick Cheney here. Uh, hey, Dick Cheney. <laughs> <laughs> That's who
3: I am.
0: That's Yeah, that's my favorite uh, group right there is the four of those people when they get together.
1: <laughs> they hang out and have adventures. It's great.
0: <laughs> uh. Edwin, you had your little fun with your Jerry Seinfeld impression. Are we able to move on to Genesis or do you need to do any
3: (laughs) other impressions? Uh, All the other impressions I have will be uh, off stream and at Genesis 8. So if you want to uh, get a taste of them, uh, you can meet me there. All you have to do is place a bet on whatever Edwin wants. Edwin
0: I'm very happy that you're going to Genesis this is going to be your first tournament since Genesis
3: 7 probably right yeah it's been so long I I haven't been able to stop thinking about it I like uh, so I wrote a huge preview about it earlier this week and I was tempted to write down like so my, my preview earlier this week for my column was 32 players to look out for and I like Oh, early this morning, I wanted to write down like another thirty-two players to look out for, and I, I had to like hold myself back and be like, "No one is gonna read about this." But uh, it's just... I like
0: the excitement. You're very excited. It's been a long time. Yeah. And in that long time, you have caught in a bug, and that bug is a gambling addiction. Now, <laughs> this is not an intervention. We are we are actually too far in the black to have an intervention. Uh, it's benefiting me right now. So the intervention will wait, but I'm sure there are people that you are looking out for. I'm sure there's there's like you know, like oh no one knows about John Wick. I'm gonna bet yeah. You know, like, I'm sure there's people like that. Who are you looking out for at Genesis Eight?
3: Oh my God. So I think um, I think there's there's a ton of people to look at, but one of the first one, one of the people I've been really impressed with uh, as of lately, um, I think that that could have a really big showing at this event is. Um, is crudo i think i think he's he's had an all-around really a solid solid showing this year one thing that's really stood out about crudo in particular is i think he's done a very good job against like the rising tide of captain falcons in particular he he has like a really positive record against both mech and salt who have not just been like super active but improving a lot as the uh as they you know as they continue to attend a ton i think crudo even has like smuckers in his path and in winner's bracket if i'm not mistaken but he's just generally all around really solid he gets a he, he he started entering a lot more net play tournaments this year i think he's pretty maybe it's all the experience of getting beaten up by panda in in florida for a while but i think he he tends to not crumble versus fox which is a very important skill set in a bracket, especially a chic. And he's really good every, everywhere else. I, I just think that guy is like all around very, very solid.
0: I agree. Mikey, I know there's a guy who you were talking about earlier. Obviously, you can, yeah, you don't have to, there's so many people here, you don't have to feel uh, beholden to only picking one person. But I know there was a very specific person you were talking about earlier as one to watch out for.
1: No, fuck that. I want to talk about Ax. <laughs> i would like to talk about jeffrey williamson and what the fuck is up with that guy uh hasn't played like any melee at all ever (laughs) (laughs) uh broken thumb maybe uh maybe a nice little mental reset nice little break i have become very accustomed as an arizona melee fan to going to genesis in the theater on sunday and screaming for jeffrey williamson and uh you know i don't expect that it's going to be that way here but um boy there are very few things in this world that would make me happier than that happening not an easy path not at all not a high seed either right like in the 20s maybe 20
0: it's 20 (laughs) That, that is in All the twenties, right. though. You are correct. Yeah. No, he he is definitely someone. Um, the the trajectory of Axe has been very um interesting to me. Because when he was really really good, as opposed to really good, which is what he is right now, um, I always thought he was a little overrated. I think he's a re- very good player, um, and he he's able to do very well in a lot of matchups, but he also has those roadblocks for him. Uh, which people like put him around the same place as people who didn't really have that, um, you know, the same roadblocks all the time. He did win a major. That's amazing. And I think what happened, which is really funny, is that online hit. And he is not the biggest fan of online. Um, although we, if you listen to Blair, it might seem like everyone loves online and we have to count it for rankings. Not going to get into it. But he is not someone who, uh, Cares a lot about online, so we saw a lot of ice climbers, a lot of Falco, a lot of Marth. Um, and even when he was going Pikachu, he was still having some events where he wasn't really doing too hot. I, I know the first Bemy he ended up losing to uh Billy Bo Peep, I believe. Um,
2: the real thing won the first one.
0: Well, the yeah, sorry, Axe dropped a set to oh, okay, uh, okay, okay, I, okay, yeah. Uh, he might have lost to real thing too, and maybe Saint or something. I forget the exact, yeah, he lost to
3: Saint and Billy
0: yeah um so it's like yeah results that we really don't expect out of him um and then the tide shift we come back to land and suddenly i look like a crazy guy for being like axe is not as bad as people say because people like are you kidding me did you see axe's online results but every land tournament he went to for a long time in 2021 was was good he smash
1: summit 11 was not bad yeah. Except, you know, lost to Aklo, but beat Omsa there. Yeah. Which is pretty impressive. Um, you know, second at low tide to Ginger, which mm-hmm. I think, you know, anytime before 2021, you'd expect Axe to
3: win that tournament.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Top yeah. eight at uh Riptide, I believe. I think
3: he they had a monster in just run there. That's yeah. right, yeah. Lost to Actually secrets and secrets. then ran it all the way back.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's just this thing where like we saw um a big drop-off from him. I think if, if you are a player who was not active during the online um, era, or you didn't care about online, oddly enough, your like, stock kind of plummeted a little bit. Um, and when he came back, yeah, I think he's super good. He is off of probably one of the worst performances we saw out of him, which was uh, Smash World Tour. He made it out of the LCQ, and then I believe did not make it into uh, Final Bracket. I think he lost was Sora, out in right? pools. Yeah, lost yeah. to Sora. Um, but I, I don't know. I there's reason to be optimistic and there's also a reason to like for me to think that optimism only goes so far and unfortunately Lod is probably not the guy you want to see this te- like this second right now hot, yeah. off, hot off the giga
3: schwab yeah horrifying yes.
1: Lod, yeah Lod leffen plup
3: is holy that's shit a, that's like <laughs> one of the hardest draw like those three in uh, Axis Path, oh, man.
1: And Moki is right there in that that part of the bracket. I got to tell you, Wheat is fucked up that you did this. <laughs> but I guess that's fucking Genesis, you know? Like, it is
0: Genesis. Moki, the, the 12th seed, contentious. <laughs> but uh, I, I think, uh, yeah, Moki is someone, you know, if we're talking about p- people to watch out for. He's an incredible player. Uh, he has shown... Through his like few land performances, that like he's not—it's not a drop off from what he was doing online. Uh, it's not a drop off from what it was on land in 2019, uh, and what he's been doing online has been pretty damn good. Like, right—I don't know what we think of HBOX right now, but he's—he's uh, he's he's getting with.
2: He's getting third. I'm <laughs> saying right. it.
0: All right. Well I, well, I mean, I assume we're we saving box talk for later, but yeah. He, I was I'll, waiting I'll my be, turn,
2: but we, you're I'll the one that what, dropped box.
0: I'll say what HBox is going to get, but I'm not going to say it right now. It's going to be later in the show for sure. Um, Yeah, no, Moki is someone – this is a good path for him. If Even if Leffen goes, you know, what is it, plop into Leffen? It's like that is a yeah,
2: very really cool good. Way. That's probably like the best bracket he could get. I was thinking about this, right, about how, like, Moki was really unhappy with this seed. Like <laughs> – I feel like, like he, he, he raised his Plop. seed and he gets it's like a Polish. number. <laughs> he raised Moki's seed, he'll get like Polish or Lot or something instead of Flup. I'm like, yeah. I would rather fight Flup if I'm Mokey. I don't want to fight a Peach. That's scary, I, dude.
1: That's crazy of you to say. He's right. <laughs> he Plup, Plup looked like a fucking world beater the last time we saw him play on LAN. Both at Summit 12 and at Smash World Tour. Which he fucking won. So, that's I don't fair. know. I feel like uh, like, I don't know, maybe from a matchup standpoint, yeah, but like... Th- well, I think summer 11?
0: Did he not go to 12? Wasn't that a whole yeah, thing? Yeah, he didn't go to 12, he went to
3: 11.
1: Oh, you're right, you're right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No drop sets at 12, you're right, Mikey. <laughs> no drop sets at 12. But the summer at 11, he looked fucking great.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I, I'll get Ripped into...
1: Right, even I'll though he didn't win, he
0: looks good. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, Ambie, I think you're onto something here. It is, it, like, what if we change uh, Plop's seed, or uh, Moki's seed number, but we hit, like, the bracket's still the same. Mm. Yeah, maybe he'll be it, happy. Like, I don't like, think no, he's upset about the bracket at all. No,
1: dude, you're ninth seed now. <laughs> that's that's how you do it. <laughs> the bracket
2: just
0: got all fucked up in the order, but, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna roll with it. <laughs> yeah, it just looks weird, but no, you're ninth seed. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, Ambi, I assume the player that you're gonna talk about is
2: HBox. I have a couple of picks, but in terms of the person that I think is going to turn the most heads, I'm pretty sure it's going to be H box. I think that H box is he's like very close to becoming the Joker. Um, All and right. I think that I think that this is like when H box is his most powerful is when he is the Joker, right? When he's when he's there to like ruin it for everyone else except for himself. Uh. Like, I think we all just, like, forgot what this felt like, right? For for Box to be scary and good. Uh, because he spent all of quarantine, like, wm one people and still being really good. Uh, like, he's doing his, like, sunglasses not talking mode and, like, camping the shit out of people. And I can think of nothing more likely to put someone in joker mode than being really close to joker mode getting all the way to grands against lod losing and then lod saying your character should auto lose timeouts on twitter that
3: i would want rocked. to
2: destroy the
0: world i would yeah, want very, to destroy very, the man.
2: entire community i know that Edwin. Like,
0: <laughs> sorry go on i just like <laughs> i would feel
2: vindictive and historically <laughs> when hbox feels vindictive that's when he is so so good at the game yeah the he made it he proved Doctor the haters wrong
3: yeah.
1: he made a doctor's brain melt with that take he's he's he doesn't have enough
2: haters I've been telling people this he, like, <laughs> he streams and he's surrounded by like a loving warm embrace of like tens of thousands of fans showering him with money like what does he have to feel vindictive about like he'll lose and everyone will be like it's okay we're here because we like you juan uh it's just like the spark isn't there and now it's there because he he hates lot <laughs> like i think we're going to see it i think that he's going to be everyone and he'll come he might he might even make like winner side like grants i don't think he'll win the tournament i think that that's that's a little bit too much of a jump for one tournament but i think he's going to be disgusting in this particular time i'm willing to be wrong here but i just i feel the joker mode bubbling up
0: my apprehension is um you know so we, we mentioned the tweet from lod which by the way yeah, i know edwin is a huge peach hater uh and i think we have a a peach agnostic i i guess you are you pretend like you're a friend but the words oh, I hate you say, peach. I
3: hate peach mains there's, there's a difference
0: god this sounds like this is just like what they would put in like an 80s movie to like show like uh like a homophobic parent or something like no you don't get it i still love you i just hate who you love that's this is what you're telling (laughs) me it it,
3: it could be worse i'm not talking about any uh i'm not going to talk about any you know social things among different names or whatever unlike certain other players i'll be i'll be good so so
0: La tweets this, and I think it rocks. I think this is amazing. I think it's so great to <laughs> oh tweet God. against the number one player in the world for three years in a row um, and and just go like, hey, dude, I just beat you. But by the way, I should have even had to do that. I Like, he literally tweeted, and he was just like, the only reason I won was because I read him so many times. And it's like, dude, what an amazing tweet. It's like, yeah, I'm in your head, that's why it beat you but like we shouldn't even got to that point you should just lose for having to like play yeah you games. should
3: just lose every time i play you
0: it i'm outplaying you so it's hard it's such an amazing tweet and then my apprehension towards hbox uh jokerifying himself here is his tweet which was the next day and he was just like honestly i'm not really feeling it i was gonna enter a melee tournament today and i just don't want to i'm gonna just stream ultimate for now and it's like come on dude you like you put sunglasses on and you said let's kill melee or like whatever right (laughs) and then the slightest pushback see that's he's still got too much human in him he's not full joker yet
3: you know what's weird about that um every you know maybe this is just like a social circles thing everyone i talked to about hbox camping was really excited about it it was like you like like three years ago if he's camping like fiction or whatever in the top right corner of the screen like yeah it's really annoying because he's winning everything but like seeing him like pull out this uh like you know even if it's a fraction of it just a little bit of that old hbox again like it was fun it was really exciting i i was having a blast watching grand finals people are i was talking to in the in the melee stats server you know my friends uh college you were still into melee were watching they're like oh this is exciting hbox is camping lod like like is he gonna do it like or is log gonna pull a stitch or whatever it was i didn't really get a sense that anyone was really uh like hating on him for camping i felt like it was just i felt like it was just the lod tweet <laughs> i felt like it was just the the peach mains bullying hbox no i
2: th- so where i think i disagree with you guys and you can correct me if you if you think i'm wrong I think what we need to get Joker mode for Hbox is IRL crowds again. Uh I think that's that is the the fundamental difference. Something that Hungry bucks has not experienced in so long that will awaken something in him. Because every tournament Hbox has played in for the past like two years has been either at home by himself or in a small invitational room with no crowd. Uh like maybe I'm wrong, but the majority of them. he was
1: at Riptide, right? Yeah, I guess he was at Riptide. Yeah,
0: he was at main stage.
1: He wasn't main stage. Smash World Tour uh finals, had, had a
0: had a
2: group. Weekend. I think him at Genesis, he's gonna remember what it's like to be cheered against. And that's the last straw. Uh we'll see. Are people I, gonna
3: cheer against him though? Like he hasn't oh, yeah. won anything in so long. We'll
0: we'll see. I okay. If
2: he
3: plays
0: like that, he will get cheered against. This is a bully take. I think he should be cheered against, or yeah, he should be cheered against a little more than he is currently right now. We've, we've like, Edwin's right. Is that like everyone I know was like, this rocks. And I'm like, I'm okay with like people saying that. I'm not okay with everyone saying that we've gone through like a Stockholm syndrome. This has been planned out. Crunch probably he's, crunch crunches at MIT or whatever. And he's like, I've been studying this for years. I figure it out. You are going to use the pandemic If you if you suck for two years, people go on your side and then you can return to the one I always knew. And I bet that's what happened, because we saw him bad for such a long time where now that he's just doing this again, people are like, cool. Like, let's go on time out this. uh, Yeah. Time out this peach player. Who cares? It's uh, yeah. I don't know. I felt like I was watching it. And i was like i don't even think i can say that i don't like this in like a public forum i was like i probably would get like dogpiled for being like hey this uh this set where like game one uh they didn't interact and they mm-hmm. both had four stocks when it went to time it's not fun i feel like if i said that people would be like dude, you just don't respect the grind wands just on the content grind dude um so, yeah, I don't know. I, I would not expect a ton of people to cheer against him, but also we are talking about people who go to melee tournaments, which is a <laughs> lot different than HBox fans.
1: <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. I'll uh, say that I w- I would rather people talk about stuff like this than a lot of other topics of discourse that we've had lately in the <laughs> melee community. So We've had uh, some discourse, have we not? We've been doing discourse every once in a while. I don't like it.
2: Yeah, I'm over discourse.
0: Well, discourse will never end. Mm-hmm. You either uh, live long enough to see yourself uh, hate. You li- you die hating discourse, or you live long enough to see yourself be a part of discourse.
3: Yeah, that's right. So, Weed, who is your pick for a player? Because Mikey picked Axe, Amby picked Hbox, and you picked Lod. Uh, I'm going to poll the
0: other people here to see if they remember who I picked, because you are not able to devote enough energy. Amby, do you remember who i said no oh god it's
1: i feel like you're talking about me. four people it's turning to me mikey i can pull this go to go to go to edwin budding please
0: uh <laughs> hey edwin uh i guess we're just gonna have talk- to vamp for a little while he's coming talk up about up his player oh uh, <laughs> edwin already talked about his player didn't he yeah, yeah Adam, mikey. Did talk you? About crudo.
1: that's right it's crudo
0: you know what's great? Oh, I forgot who Edwin mentioned.
1: Fuck no! I yeah, I thought you talked about crudo. No, that's I'm I'm conflating shit. I did it on the sly.
0: I said Moki. Oh, but okay. I did bring you didn't up officially law.
3: announce it. You I didn't declare. officially. I didn't no, officially yeah. announce
1: it. Yeah, that's true. You're right.
3: So <laughs> three of you picked it like you know long time or at least you like. Two of you picked former major champions. Uh, we picked Moki, who could like make a pretty deep top eight major run, and I picked Crudo, who's like who's like my sleeper top thirty-two pick.
0: Yeah, sure, dude. You picked the, the lower seeded player than all of us. You're cool, man. I don't know what you want from us. No,
1: I feel like one thing that we've learned recently, you know, in the past like year of melee or so, is that like. Uh, the parody is so much more intense than it like Mm -hmm. ever has been. So like any, any name that pops up in top 64 or top 32, I can, you know, I'll be like, yeah, that I could see that happening. It's almost to the point where it's like, uh, I want to see what happens with the old folks, you know? Yeah. What, who, who still got it? Who we haven't seen in a while. You
0: know, nightmare run scenario. Um Chudak gets ninth. Like I don't really I I I legitimately think that um there's like equal chances for him to get every placement from 257th to seventh. Like I
1: think I think it's all a stop to this. (laughs) I mean goes to LACS, gets seventeenth, you know. A little bit little bit spooky.
0: Yeah. Beat Aklo. Um, I, so, I was uh, talking to Dark Genix about I Speak, You know, the famous Summit... Uh, what is he? He's an opt-in. He's the famous Summit opt-in, Dark Genix. We were talking about um, Chudat before LACS, and he was like, he is going to get wrecked, and he sent me an SLP file of a game they played on Unranked, just running into each other, and... I will say it was not close for uh, yeah. for Mr. Daniel Rodriguez. It was, it kind of if you didn't put Chu's name on there, it um, it looked like round two of Arcadian or something. <laughs> like it, it looked like oh yeah, this guy is really really good, and this other guy um, he might have like his friend might be here with him like he might have been his friend's ride (laughs) and he just like happened to enter bracket Um, but yeah I mean obviously Chudat this this is
2: Justin versus Chudat but yeah so I don't know dude like you ever watch like any of the Fiction versus Boyd sets I feel like that's just what that matchup looks like dude Uh, you're just getting destroyed the whole time if you're the Ice Climbers player Uh, especially like I don't know like Justin's actually very good at that matchup Mm -hmm. And it's not like Boyd is, like, you know, very bad compared to Fiction or whatever. Uh, but, you know, you watch their sets, and, like, they're just literally not doing anything the whole game because he just is too busy getting hit the entire time.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't think you can infer this particular matchup and say, like, oh, well, I think that this will happen or that will happen. I think this is, like, probably the least information
0: you could get from a single Libby file, personally. I didn't infer anything. Dark Genix inferred that Judet was not going to do well. And I was like, maybe! And guess what? He beat Aklo. So, we're all going into this. Uh, he's got R in his path. That sounds dangerous. He's got, what, like, Leffen, right? What does he have? Well, so, he either has Leffen or Kalvar, I think. Both of
2: which are really bad. Both of
0: which sound hard. Yeah, he might have Lod uh, if he gets that far. I don't know, man. I, I'm, like, very like certain that this will not be uh the like key will not get like into summit slot territory and yet i cannot a good conscious bet against it if you like if you offered me like hey 10 to 1 odds like uh you know chewed at makes summit uh makes some spot i'd be like i can't do this I, i can't put five dollars on it. I, I could lose that um I could lose fifty, I guess, in that scenario. Uh, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah, I wouldn't take that either.
0: <laughs> yeah, Mister Mister Betting over here, uh, Caesar Budding, Edwin Caesar Salad. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I I said Moki, but uh, you know if if Lod also Oscar, great pick. What do we think? Yeah, he's like the hot person coming into this. He has been a very um, consistent player for years, and he's Ooh. just kind of consistently budged his way up the rankings bit by bit. Um I was definitely hot on him last year. Uh, I know when we made our ballots, me and Dark X had him a little higher than Edwin did on our uh, ballot episode. And since then, he's been amazing. He was the March melee stats player of the month. Uh he was like 2-0 on Monkey. I think he split sets with Ginger, beat Hbox, and then of course he you know won a tournament over him recently. Yeah, it's just like, how much do we expect this to translate into LAN?
1: None. He's going to lose to CPU zero before top sixty four. <laughs> you heard. What are the
3: odds on that one? Uh, you know, so before uh before this podcast, I was actually talking to a a good friend of mine, a, a coworker of mine. Uh, you might know him as SF, and I had him do a little. Uh, yeah, I had him do a little task for me. Okay. And one of the things that and, and the idiot. task Yeah. The task was I want you to go through round two pools and try to find the most insane underdog bets and give me odds for them. Like what do you think? I don't think like, he gets paid for any of this. I think like you task him with doing so many things. I uh, am a good friend of his and I would do anything he has. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you know, this
2: is against labor
0: laws. <laughs>
3: Hey, it's it's not. It's it, what I'm doing is actually very socialist. If you think about you're it, you're like
0: you're like. Hey, you SF, will fire
2: you. SF if he tries to unionize. It's
0: like, can you can you clock out and then uh and then like meet me back on the floor so we can do
3: some work? <laughs> all right, so I I had him go through round two pools to find like all the most like these are like desperate fringe bets okay like if we're super down bad we'll give like like 10 to 1 odds or something for them and we'll uh and we'll we'll take the underdog in them okay oui, oui. and one of the bets that he brought up was um or one of the bets that i brought up to him that he said zero chance on was cpu lod cpu zero lod i said is that like you don't think there's like a small percent chance that like maybe cpu plays like more maybe he gets like a few rests and like just in terms of like the the camping like obviously he's not as good as hbox but like there's he was i was like you don't think there's a single path to victory for him at like two to at like 10 to 1 odds or something and he was like no absolutely no chance lod has mastered the matchup he's not going to lose to anyone worse than hbox and i was like okay
1: all i'm saying is i saw a couple drills in that lot hbox set that hbox didn't convert and uh Those are rests for CPU zero. (laughs) Plain and simple.
0: It's really a battle of, you know, an immovable uh, object and an possible force or whatever Uh, is. uh, (laughs) CPU zero is a puff main who I've seen do stuff who I've never seen any other puff main do. I know that's like how we talk about puff mains. Now, if there's any new puff main, you have to say, no, they get rests. Like you've never seen. Like that's just, you know, that's the only way we can describe puff mains, but it is actually true CPU zero. CPU zero is literally doing risks that I've not seen. Um And then you get LOD, who it's like, LOD's doing stuff in the peach match, or the peach puff matchup that we really have not seen from a lot of other peaches. I know Polish is also very good at that matchup, but it's just like probably the, um the puff you don't want to fight <laughs> if you're a peach and probably the peach you don't want to fight if you're a puff. So, I don't really know how that's going to turn out. I mean, dude, it is hard to bet against Lod right now. Yeah, that's um, the
3: thing. He is, Lod.
0: He, he is good. He is good in a way that, like, I think, you know, there's these players who have their breakout performances, and it's like, dude, I can't imagine two months ago, I never would have thought this. But Lod never had that because he just kept creeping up suddenly and suddenly. And then I'm like, yeah, I could see Lod getting... Top eight here, why not? <laughs> it's just uh yeah, what, what he's been doing is pretty crazy. So I don't know. I could I can see it continue. Um I guess the question is how far? What do we gonna yeah, do to do him versus Hbox?
2: I think Lot is a very funny player from my perspective. Because like I think I think that he's like a, a super adapter, right? Like I think that uh the idea of of CPU zero doing like drill rest or whatever to LOD. Like I think I think he'll get one and then LOD will quietly SDI out of all the drills for the rest of the set. <laughs> and then like at the end of the set, he'll be like, Yeah, of course I won. I was doing uh you know quad hyper flow up airs to anti-air your back airs. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. why I won. Uh like he just assigns these really weird reasons. To why he wins sets sometimes. Do You guys remember when he did a lot of power shielding? Still like, does. Yeah, but like remember remember like when people made like the compilations of him doing the power shields and the power shields just did literally nothing
0: over an additional shield. Yeah, uh, I mean it, you see his sets with H box and H box is like, dude, he's power shielding everything. It's like did we not go through this before where like we yeah. looked at all the power shields and, and a lot of them were determined to be like like strictly the same works? As a normal shield. <laughs> <laughs> like shielding is so good, bro. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah no it's it's very but funny I think it's
2: funny because i think that laud is very understated in terms of like his ability to adapt to scenarios i think it's so ingrained that he doesn't even think it's like special when he does it to players so i think that a player like cpu zero is really hard for him or uh, really hard for them to beat laud because uh i think laud will just be like oh okay i just won't get hit by that and then he'll like focus on whatever cool shiny thing he wants to implement and then that'll be like the end of the set uh It'd be really cool though. I'm excited to watch that set. Uh, I similarly do not have a lot of faith in CPU 0 but yeah. I'm excited to be proven uh, wrong if that's the case.
0: <laughs> and losers though, whatever, imagine. whatever imagine. CPU CP has some losers. I imagine be a be a very entertaining. Yeah, lot player
2: to watch. I just think LOD
0: is like a big wall. LOD is very funny player in that sense, and I agree. Ambi, um, uh, he's like a, a narrative disruptor. Well, he's a narrative like creator because um, he'll do something like based on his amazing game sense and, and adaptation and he'll be like yeah it's just because of this one thing and then everyone's going okay so like why are, yeah all peaches what are you doing like you just have to sub float now and you can beat falcon remember that remember that <laughs> yeah. he, he beat stj and he's like yeah it was all because of sub and then everyone's like it's solved <laughs> like no more complaints <laughs> there it is Uh, yeah, no, lots of very exciting one to see. Um, yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, there's a ton of players lower down who I think are, are going to have pretty deep runs, but maybe we just get into it. Maybe we talk about the big Kahuna here. We talk about who's going to win. This is the first major that we've seen, um, with probably like everyone attending summit 11 was really close to it. Uh, and then we saw a couple that had, you know, a handful of everyone, but this, if Leffen attends, is probably going to be the first one that we've seen since before the pandemic. Because we've got Leffen, we've got Zayn, we've got Mango. IBW's um, here. Hbox, Wizzy, Plup. You know, you go further, you get Amsa and, and all that type of stuff. Uh, so this is a thing where I think it's pretty hard to make, like, a clear pick as to who's going to win. But I think there's, like, a favorite. It's very funny. Um we're looking at a a thing where it's like this is zane's shot right zane has been the guy i mean he's won shine he's won genesis 7 but he's like still a little bit of an underdog for what he's considered to be he's like the big boy who's like if he wins it's boring like oh like everyone you know he's the one who everyone wants to beat but he has not actually won enough to get to that position. So it's like very, a a weird spot for him to be in where if he wins this, people will be like, of course he won. He was supposed to win, but it'd be his like third or fourth major. (laughs) Definitely not something that we would see from that position. Um, But yeah, I mean, I I guess it's going to come down to like, this is a tournament where it's all about who you meet because I, I think the Zane's favorite, but I actually don't know if I personally pick him. Um, Edwin, I know that you have a, uh, you know, if you read Monday Morning Marth, you would know what your pick is. Do you want to talk about this and go into it?
3: Yeah. Why don't we go into it? So here's what I think. Mango is the number one seed. Zane is the person that everyone, that most people expect to win the event. But I'm going to go with Plup. I have been very encouraged by Plup's uh, trajectory over the last, like, six months. I think his his Sheik looks great. I think whatever he's doing with his Fox is working. In the past, we used to see him kind of go back and forth between Sheik and Fox, not just for Fox, but kind of at, like, random. And it seems like whatever idea he has of when to go those characters whatever it is it's not interfering with his ability to win sets particularly against fox who, who i think he's he's like really stepped it up against like in his last five sets he's like 4-1 with sfat and that was someone we saw be like a really big demon for uh for Plup before like even near the tail end of like when when we were seeing prime Plup. uh i think that uh i think that like 2020 was a pretty 2020 or 2019 and 2020 were pretty tough for him. 2021 also kind of started off bad, but like he started to pick it up near the end. Uh, I just think his, his matchup spread is just really solid. Like at worst, I think you could put him in the IBDW camp of players. Like it's not it's not unfathomable for for me to see him getting upset by someone. But like I think when you look at the numbers, it's just overwhelmingly positive. And like the worst thing you could say is that like oh Zayn and Mango would be hard. But, like, even, even with that, it's, like, long-term, him and Mango always go back and forth, maybe even slight flavor in terms of, like, the last two years. And him, Zayn, has always felt like this thing where, like, the sets that they've had recently don't really feel indicative of uh, I mean, maybe this is just an eye test thing, but, like, I think Zayn's beating him, like, twice or three times in a row, and none of the sets ever feel like—they never feel, like— Super convincing that like, oh, Plup will struggle with Zane forever. They always feel like he's he's like one or two steps away from figuring it out. And I think if Leffen can figure out how to not just be competitive with Zayn, but just actually straight up beat him in a very repeatable manner, I think Plup can do that too. I just, I think his uh, matchup spreads are great. I think he's trending up. And I frankly think this is the best we've seen Plup in like three years, maybe even four. So why not? I'm I'm going to go with him for my pick. Plup definitely determines his own fate
0: more than, like, any other player we see in the top. He lives and dies by his general, you know... I I don't know if you want to call it, like, attitude or or just preparation, whatever, you know, whatever you want to call it. But, yeah, it's definitely hard to look at a set history with Plup and, like, be like, okay, these are the last three sets they played, and I know it's indicative of what's going to happen in the future because it's just like, yeah, you watch those sets and... Some of the sets, it, it looks like he loses them just as much as the other player wins it, Um, and yeah, I think you know Zane is someone who's lost a few sets to. I think that Zane is a player who, you know, I don't think that's hard for him to beat if he if he's really on one. I think that's very possible. Um Wizzy, you know, we saw the special tour grand finals. He looked amazing uh, versus Wizzy. Yeah, I mean Mango you mentioned too. That's a player who we've seen them go back and forth. It's the it's like the Leffen's and you know maybe HBox and uh like the the Moki's like they are they are scary people for him. Uh yeah, for
3: sure. But that's but when the thing, he right?
0: If he's able to yeah, it, it's like right, it's all or nothing. Um the the plop that beats like Hbox is the plup that beats Moki, and like that's the plup that beats Wiz. Like, it's all the same thing, right? If we, one, the, the plup that loses to Zane is also losing to Moki, is also losing to whatever. Um, so it's all about the plup that we've seen, and the plot that we've seen recently pretty damn good. Mikey, what's your uh, what's your selection?
1: Sheesh, man,
3: <laughs>
1: that's a, a really good case for plup. Um, it is. It's massively Man, presented. It's it's hard to evaluate Mango uh, yeah. you know who hasn't played in a tournament since uh, Smash Summit 12. <laughs> right? Uh, so who knows? He could just bust right through that glass ceiling. I, I have a feeling it's going to be Zane, though. I think that uh I think that he's you know about as prepared as anyone you know in this in this top level of players that we're talking about and um I don't know I think that he's due <laughs> to put it plainly for like another uh yeah. another big major win um you know summits the summits that he's been to you know since the uh since 2021 have been a little bit disappointing for him uh, and, you know, didn't really go to much else, but, uh, I think that it might just be time for, uh, big Zane to kick in again.
0: It's telling that the, like, the questionable person everyone's path is Zane, right? If you talk about someone's path to winning, you're like, okay, well, I know they could beat this person, but can they beat Zane, right? Okay, I know Mango could beat Wizzy. Can Mango beat Zane? Okay, I know H-Box can do this. Can H-Box beat like zane is the one where everyone is like okay that's you know that could be uh, a problem if if zane's in their way except for actually i guess (laughs) uh (laughs) but even then we don't really know at this point um so it's very telling that he is the person who probably most people don't want to see and at a certain point you have to be like well if everyone doesn't want to see him he probably has a pretty good shot at winning so i think that's a very fair case
3: yeah, I got to say one thing about Zayn. His bracket's really hard. He's got he's got Johnny into Amsa into top eight. That's brutal. Oh, my God. Like, I, I, I don't know if I would go as far as to say, like, oh, like, he's definitely going to lose against uh, S2J, or, like, Amsa's definitely going to beat him. But that's, like, if, if you're Zayn, that's not who you want to see before top eight. That's, that's horrifying.
2: I think he's going to be exhausted. I don't think Zayn's going to win. I think the fact that Zane's bracket is SJ into Amsta into Cody into Mango into Mango is like the most horrifying shit of all time. That's so hard. I really don't think he's going to do it. I uh, it'd be cool if he does because he hasn't really pulled it together at the big LAN tournaments yet. You know, and I'm sure that like he wants to win more than pretty much anyone, considering that like the narrative right now is just that he's like quote unquote good online and that like drives him up the wall. Um, I think his bracket's hard though. I think Leffen will win if he goes. I think that'd be, uh, that'd be very exciting. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I think Leffen is the most dangerous tournament player in the world at the moment. Uh and maybe that's extrapolating a little bit based off of exhibition matches, but I think that he'll have <laughs> no trouble with Zane. Um uh, I think his Sheik is at the level that it needs to be to 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 deal with Zane.
1: That shit I was think, pretty convincing. Yeah, repeatable. Yeah, it, it was I like think that
2: that's years. I looked really hard. I think for Zane to come out on top against Leffen, Sheik would require him to be playing like 10 out of 10 melee, which is like kind of not what you what you want if you're Zane. And like, I don't know. I, I feel like uh, his sets playing against Leffen, he'll play it, like a three out of 10 and still like win. Because <laughs> like, that's just the matchup, I guess. But uh Leffen
0: also a player who, Leffen and Mango are both players who I think this fits their, just like, perception so well like both of those players i think could tweet for a month straight about how they're probably not going to this event but not drop out like if leffen just goes to this event after talking about his dog for a month straight um and wins i'm like yeah that's like the most leffen thing we can expect right that's incredibly up his alley i think that'd be i think it's likely that he doesn't go
2: but i think that uh personally like just looking at like the Leffen bracket and, like, just extrapolating based on the sets that I've seen, <clears throat> he is like what? He has Peaches, he has Plup. I think Plup is the crux. Like, if he can get past right. Plup, I think he wins the tournament. Uh, he has Mango, which is like obviously very hard, but he beat Mango in the exhibition. He's Zane, who I previously mentioned. I'm pretty sure we'll get that far. And then, the one thing I play... mentioned
3: with the Mango exhibition, though, is that Mango is literally just pressing start on the stage select screen and like rushing into the into every game i i think the same he also cove i i don't know how repeat yeah i mean i
2: don't know there's like there's an element to it which is also like they were playing friendlies the whole day so who knows what the start means if it's like oh i'm totally throwing xd or if it's like i'm gonna i'm gonna act like i'm sandbag you know what i mean like it's it's really hard to, to really say what that kind of stuff means It is an exhibition, right? Like, you can't treat it like it's like exactly the same. Even Leffen would treat it the Um, same. But I do think that. I think if you, if you like rank all the players in the world based on how likely they are to beat Mango in particular, I think Leffen is probably right underneath Zane. Um, You know what I mean? I think Mango and Mashing Star on the character select screen still beats pretty much everyone in the whole world. So I don't think that there's like a particular. Like, with regards to this discussion, I'm not saying that he's, like, guaranteed to get past Mango. But I think that it's, like, if he's playing well enough to play well against Plup, then that's really scary
3: for Mango. I think I would yeah. want literally anyone else. Yeah, if he's, he's playing well in. to beat, especially the way Plup is playing, as, as we yeah. talked about before.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we talked about how Plup has the ability to also play under what he should be playing. So it's, like, yeah, it's <clears> like- getting, excuse me. <clears throat> getting past Hold oh, that uh dairy. <laughs> Maybe this wasn't the best idea. Um, getting past blob is not necessarily the like it's like, dude, if he can do that, he can do anything. Um, the, the mango set history is something where it's like, yeah, going to any set, I think he's got the ability to win, but it's like it's the thing with Hbox and Zane in 2019. It's like, okay, you know, if you have a 50% chance of winning every single set, but you lose. 80% of the sets like what's your actual percentage shot at winning so I do get a little hesitant when I talk about Leffen Be- Lef beating Mango because it's like we've seen so many sets and he's, we've seen so many like game 5 sets but Mango takes so many of them recently um, I think he can do it yeah I mean the biggest thing right now keeping Leffen back is himself right He's he got sick today uh, I, think yeah, if Le- like- I think it's
2: likely Leffen doesn't go and I think if he doesn't go I'd probably pick Mango to win this event Because I don't know, I think the scary thing for Mango is (laughs) Leffen. I think uh, Leffen not going would be a huge boost.
3: So you think Mango has it in the bag versus everyone else?
2: Though I don't think he has it in the bag. I think
0: he is the favorite though. Uh, Uh, The scary thing for Mango is having to play all these sets.
3: Yeah, old man hasn't played an Open bracket tournament. Yeah, you know Mango. uh, The last like big notable open bracket tournament he won in the like first four months of the year that's anywhere close to this like size was rom 7 in 2014 i don't know why but like the first four months of the year is just like to typically when he like, he doesn't
1: get warmed up huh
3: little yeah. stat me is over here for us
0: the the only tournament that mango has won on a in a leap year <laughs> In March, has been this, yeah, move. it's
3: like a Tony reality kind of thing around yeah. the horn. When I
2: also think that that particular type of set's so weird given that people can play Nepal now and it's actually good. <laughs> I feel like the idea of Mango not being warm is so incomprehensible to me. No, it definitely is. It's just a funny, funny tidbit. No, yeah, it's, it, yeah. it's a lot more real in like the LAN era where like you literally are just playing CPUs until you go to tournament seasons, but.
0: I, I think there's good reason to say that like as, as good of a reason you can come up with for a player to win, I think there's also as good enough a reason for them to say that they're not gonna win, right? Like you know we talked about why Zayn might not win, why Plup might not win. Levin might not win because he might not go. Mango has you know it's, it's, it's like no, this is easy. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna list out some players here.. Um, <sighs> <sighs> so mango. Uh, of course, and we're talking about laughing. We've talked about laughing. Um, let's also let's talk about, uh, you know, um, Polish Ben. <laughs> like these, these are the possible matchups that a uh, Hungry Box might face. We've talked about Hungry Box, and I always I said I'm speak. I'm gonna speak my piece on him later so I, I bit my tongue i think Plup is an amazing pick Plup is someone who it is his time uh not only has he not won like a, a big thing with everyone there in a while but he also is looking just good enough to do it and leffin's a great pick and uh, and uh you know zayn's always a great pick mango's a great pick i don't know man this is there's there's too much going on here for me to make a good pick we have seen a different hungry box than we last saw on land. Last hungry box we saw, um, I believe I told the story before at Smash World Tour. The only set that he won, the only game that he won uh, on Sunday, was when he walked up to Wizrobe and he said, "Rock paper scissors. I'm going rock." And then did rock, and Wizzy like overthought it, um, and and he won. That was the only thing he did win because what happened is he got destroyed by Wazy three games in a row, dropped down to losers, got destroyed by Polish three games in a row, and of course the turns we saw him previous weren't the hottest either. But there's something about this Hungry Box, and it's it's been very slight, right? He's always been better offline than online, even during 2021, right? Even during the times where it's like, dude, Harry Pogger, that's a toss up. Who knows? even during that time he'd go online or he'd go offline and he'd suddenly become a player who can lose anyone in the top 50 to become a player who could lose to anyone in the top 15 right um i don't actually i've been thinking about this way before the lod set i've been thinking about it before he started putting on those sunglasses and not talking um but yeah there's something different about hbox and it's just like it's very hbox to make this all happen right uh, I think he'll do this prove that he can do it and then go back to doing what he always does and he's gonna lose he's gonna like pop off on Zeeker after beating Zeeker in a close game three set at like East Coast Fridays it's gonna be all the same thing that we've seen before um I have a faith in Hbox that I have not had since he was like you know destroy of worlds hbox I I don't know what it is I don't know if I can explain it. But the way that I've seen him, there's like some X factor about him. I don't know. Maybe it's like the uh, I just like I see something else in him. When recently, uh, so that's my pick. I have to go. A-spot.
3: You're gonna pick him? Oh my god! Damn,
0: you're nuts. He's got Polish, but well, okay. he's got Ben hard. That's hard.
1: I, I think, think he could do that. Thirty-two. He has is, that, a, is that hard on land? I know that's hard online. I think that uh, Ben, I, I feel like Ben's not super hot right now, right? He's
0: not as hot as he has been. He's not as hot as he has been in the HBOX matchup. And uh, HBOX did win their only set on land, which was at Riptide, which was super close Very close. close. To game five. Yeah. Um, but he's got, okay, so he's got Ben. He's got Polish, which I'm not even going to pay attention to the other set. But I think that, I, I don't know, that could be doable. And if, if the H box that beats Ben and Polish is in winners, you know quarters or whatever, it gets
1: a little scarier, right? Oh, dude. I think I think that the H box that beats Ben and Polish is is very different from the H box that beats Mango. IMO, IMO I I man. think that there's a, a on 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 land. I think that there's a a a wide gap betwixt them
0: it comes down to how many props there are on stage. Yeah. Like (laughs) what, what it really comes. The crux of this whole thing is if he beats Polish, it like the energy that's going to emanate from him, it needs to go somewhere. And if there's like an empty pizza box, that's just like propped up as like a, like a prop propped up as a prop. Uh, He'll like take that and like rip it in half and then throw it across the venue. That H box is beating Mango. But if he like pops off on Polish and he has like no nothing to like put this kinetic energy to, um, like he'll yeah, that's the mango that's the one that loses to Mango. <laughs> so I'm saying I feel like you could always throw the chair. True, you could throw the chair. Or that's always gonna bang, be there,
2: right? It. And I don't yeah. think he'll kick it again the last time he hurt his foot. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think that like it all depends. If he's got something to throw, if he has like an object to to like relay all of his energy towards. I think that H box is scary. Edwin, yes. Do you have to go to the bathroom or something? You're you raising your hand like you. No, were. I so
3: I, I've told you and Abby this, and I can share it to the listeners and viewers of the show. I'm actually writing a piece for Team Liquid all about Hungry Box's chances of of winning Genesis and basically like his odds in each matchup and what they look like. Um, I think, po- I think po- I agree with wheat. I think Polish and Ben are doable, even if they're really hard draws, like relatively for where H spot will be in the bracket. I do think like, I think with mango, it's kind of weird because it's like, you know, historically they both kind of took turns dominating the other one in the head to head. But lately it's, it's, it's been a bit strange because their sets have been like, so, far out from each other so it's like mango has won like the last three but like i i think of the all the foxes that he could play at this tournament like like it's it's hungry box versus mango right it's not like hbox versus someone he's never played that's like a rising like this is someone that he's he has experience playing. like it's it's his relative i think it's more of his relative comfort zone playing like Mango and winners quarters than it is playing versus Wizzy, right? Like I think if he plays Wizzy, like it's almost certainly like Dunzo, like that's a like that's one of the worst people that he could draw. But I think Mango is like weirdly doable. Like like if they play three sets, like I I think he could take one. Like if, they, if it's the H box that we saw from you know really trying his heart out and like camping or whatever with the lead and whatnot, like I think that's pretty doable. The the only two things that I think with H box that I would really not want to see in in this potential path of victory are Zane and Wizrobe. I think those two would be like very very hard. Like especially Zane. I think that's one of the one of the toughest. Like I mean, this goes with with everyone else, but I think with Zane, it's like Zane's won like seven of their last sets in a row or whatever. So like he's kind of already on his way to the extent of which that rivalry might trend. I don't know if it's trending like to where Armada Hbox was, if it's where like Mango Hbox used to be, but I I think if if Hbox is winning this turn, it's very I like I I think he needs to avoid Zane. But Zane is a hard bracket. So, who knows? Ye of little faith. I don't think he needs to avoid Zane. Just and- wait till you see Biblically accurate H God up there on stage, <laughs> top eight. Well, we I want to hear. uh You know, you're you're the b- believer in H God. I I respect it. I want to hear your thoughts on like, where do you think, as far as contemporaries or rivals that have given H Box a really hard time, where do you think Zane ranks among them, as far as like where hbox is at a given moment like i think we can agree when mango beat him like 11 times in a row or whatever that's probably the standard right as far as like a very lopsided head-to-head dynamic so i want to ask you like do you think zane hbox is like do you think it's trending that way do you think like this is the tournament where it finally snaps or or what Yeah, I mean, I wasn't really around when uh,
0: Manga was destroying H-Bucks in that capacity. But uh, it looks like, you know, not very scary for Zane. A lot of these sets, a lot of these sets, um, it kind of looks like there should be like a mercy rule attached to it. Uh, Because I have seen... It's like, okay, that was, like, a dominant game one, but HBox had, like, a rest. It was only a two-stock. Then we go to Dreamland, and it's, like, a three-stock that takes four minutes or whatever. And then it's just like, I don't know where, like, I I don't see HBox doing this at all. Um, uh, Yeah, I mean, the thing is, um, I... It's very funny that you call me an HBox believer, but I, I I'm not out on him. I, I like don't think that he is just going to be like cast as this top ten bottom end gatekeeper um, forever. I, I think it depends on him. Like he'll like cycle back into being extremely good, and and that's the that's the thing is that if he gets into that cycle, and he plays Zane. I think that's definitely a little closer. Um, but yeah, I mean, just like from the data we've seen from the the predictive data like it seems really hard zane has kind of got this on lock um and and he is uh zane's getting into a comfort zone where he he knows everything that hbox is going to do and if hbox does all that then it's it's over but i I, I am i do wonder if there's like a change up or anything how zane would react to that because i know that zane is just like Right, like, wasn't there, like, leaked notes somehow? Like, he, like, sent Kadorian notes and it ended up on a paste bin, like, you know, oddly enough. Uh, and he's just like, yeah, he'll, like, if you do this, he'll do this. At this present, he'll look for pound. Um, if you do this, he'll miss the tech, and then once he misses this tech once, he'll do that. It's just like, he knows everything this guy's gonna do. Um, but I also, uh, you know, HBucks didn't get here by, by doing all the same stuff without changing, so we'll see. Man, I don't, I don't know how I got to this point of being, I mean, you always of,
2: have a good track record yeah, this scares when me. Does well. <laughs> this, so this it's a very me, scary dude. prediction from you specifically. Cause
0: yeah, my eyes roll back into my head and I'm like, he's getting first
3: place <laughs> <Starts>
1: <laughs> when tongs. he so chooses.
3: You know? and maybe it won't happen the way. Like, watch, i'm is gonna beat Zayn now. Then Hbox is gonna beat Mango, and then he's uh, who? Who would he have it in? Uh, Whereas then he'd have plup and then he's gonna beat plup and then beat like Amza or Wizzy or something. Dude, he's gonna be beat IBW, and IBW is going to
0: quit. <laughs>
2: that'd be really uh, sad i hope that doesn't happen
0: like i i'm just like and it, it, and and we'd all be there because like we're all going and it'd just be like like chances is gonna be so fun and then we're just gonna see hbox like make cody quit and it's gonna be like man we shouldn't have gone to this like we should have we should have read the signs uh, nature was like God was telling us that we shouldn't go to Genesis, and yet yeah, we IMDb
3: is gonna continue. get like ninth or something, and he's gonna be like in the post game, and he's gonna be like, I'm not top three anymore.
2: <laughs>
0: don't bring this up, dude. It's like he penguins, <laughs> yeah, it's the to say, gonna <laughs> <be eliminated. laughs> yeah, Cody, here, got nine. how do you feel? <laughs> um, who knows. Who truly knows? Uh of course our, our guesses here range from manga or, or sorry so Leffen to Zane to Plup to HBox. What year is it? 2019? <laughs> 2018? I think
2: Armada will win. If
0: Armada were here, he would win. We'll spend another hour on that.
2: Armada would lose to Amsa.
0: And with that, I think that, that concludes the Genesis portion of the show. <laughs> Before you we have any more it. discourse. <laughs> no, I, I think this will definitely... I mean, like, we, we've kind of been burning the lead, right? This is a tournament that almost anyone could win. Uh, it's so extremely doable for all these people. Um, I don't know. It's going to be it's gonna be a tournament that we have not seen something like this in a long time. So I'm truly excited to see it back. Uh and I'm gonna be excited to be there and see all of you.
3: But yeah, yeah we, we will... really quickly with yeah. with a, or just a wrap up Genesis. I'm your really... armada. No, it's not it's not about One really strange thing I'll say about Mango Zane, if you look at their LAN sets, Mango's kinda of had his number. Like he, he really like I even outside of like uh even outside of last year, I think he finished like three one on LAN or something. Like Mango was was beating him for like a pretty for a pretty big portion of even like for whatever it's worth like even early 2020 i don't know what it is but like i i think like in their last like 10 land sets or whatever mango's actually like kind of whooped him really beaten him a solid amount and it's just it was just the opposite online only time will tell (laughs) uh before we
0: we get going here um Ooh, it's been too long of a break, Edwin. Do we do questions or do touching grass? We do questions, right? Yeah,
3: we do questions first. All right, mm-hmm. Mike. We've got mm-hmm. some
0: questions from you. From you, <laughs> I asked you to ask yourself some questions. Uh, it's gonna be a very deep, introspective moment. <laughs> now we've got some questions from our patrons, and uh, you know what? I will say, they all did a great job. Usually they for once,
2: for once they did a great.
0: Usually, it's not that great, wow. but um, they did great. We have actually more than we're we have more good ones than we're going to have time to ask you, which is something that I don't think we've ever had before. So, yeah, maybe I'll pop with? into
1: the channel after and answer the ones that we can't
0: do wow. here. Wow, and you can, and how do you get in that channel, Edwin?
3: By subscribing to melee stats at patreon.com melee stats or betting with me on a set in which oh my you gosh. Use okay
0: well we'll we'll work on that i think there's like a we hit like 2.3 seconds before you start talking we gotta we gotta get it to under a minute under a second just gotta get right into it Um, but we've got some questions uh so i'm gonna i'm gonna read um this one's from contra i think contra asked a question last episode we had with Mm -hmm. you but Mm -hmm. this is best pizza topping now does this mean objectively best does this mean favorite i'm gonna let you decide
1: uh it's pepperoni plain and simple uh it's a nice it's got a little kick nice flavorful meat uh fuck pineapple uh sausage is pretty good uh chicken pizza can be good sometimes but i think it's on the whole pretty weird uh i like bacon it's nice i i guess i'm a savory man i like a a little bit of umami a little, little bit of tang in there as well um connor is saying that i'm wrong in the chat right now um suck my dick uh i'm right so i was talking about um
0: pizza toppings with a friend of mine recently and it was very interesting it's very enlightening i don't think i've hit a point where i know what my favorite topping is um i might still just say plain is the best uh but i i definitely i i kind of dig it as a a brooklyn boy I order like I still order a topping if I get the chance. I do half, like I'll just because I still want the cheese and the cheese is what I care about more. But I just feel like if I'm yeah. not ordering an actual thing, I like
3: this take. It's a good even one. Even if it's
0: extra cheese, I don't know. I just feel like I'm missing out. So I still order stuff. But I was talking to a friend and they were saying their favorite. They, I don't remember what it was. Let's say pineapple. <laughs> um. So they they were like, I would not get pineapple by itself. But if I get two toppings, pineapple's always there. So they were like, "Yeah, I might get sausage, or I might get um, pepperoni if I only get one topping. But if I get two, pineapple is always on there." I mean, I
1: think that goes with, who gets just a pineapple pizza. It's always a little bit of a little bit of Canadian like bacon yeah. on there. Yeah,
0: I actually think the problem. I'm not a um, pineapple on pizza hater. I'm not a pineapple on pizza lover. I am in the middle. I'm trying to bridge the gap. <laughs> I'm a pineapple and pizza centrist. I probably would say that That's... pineapple pizza is okay. I think that ham as being, you know, Canadian bacon or whatever, whatever they, on a traditional Hawaiian, I think we are done a little wrong by that. It is fine. I would say pepperoni and pineapple. You get a little bit of the spicy, a little bit of the sweet. I think it works better than uh, ham and pineapple, better than the traditional. You know, why? Uh, I I honestly just
1: don't like pineapple in general, so maybe it's okay on pizza,
3: but just it's bad. It's not something that I enjoy. Well, Mikey, we we have another question for you from Seal. Um, I think you're gonna like this one a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so if Hugs got second at Evo, but is also second to the cheat. Okay, worse than you at melee. Is Evo not having Melee back the only thing preventing you from winning the theoretical next one? I think
1: that's an unequivocal yes. Right? It's kind of like, you know, at Shine 2019, I had to disqualify out of round two pools to go Mm -hmm. commentate. And we'll never know what might have happened at that tournament. You know? So um, a lot of loose ends here that we'll never... uh, We'll never get to resolve, and I think Evo is definitely one of them.
0: Well, you know, if main uh, has anything to say, maybe we'll get it back. Queen PokeMane, please save us, <laughs> please. Imagine Pokey handing you the Evo trophy. Oh my
1: god, that that would be insane. Well, yeah, and then I do the Pokey Fortnite dance on stage. And the crowd goes nuts and um I don't know, I, I win five hundred thousand dollars or something like that. You it's, crowd it's, surf Evo. <laughs> it's Evo, so it's probably just five hundred dollars, but you know, <laughs> it's still hype.
0: I I wish to see
3: it. Uh, you know, Who whoever out there that can make it happen, make it happen. <laughs> or I think if you got- win Evo and then and then Hugo tries to challenge you afterwards in like a thug finals kind of thing, and you beat him there. Was I old lose.
1: Old, you. Yeah, I'm still out here. Hugs if you if you want. I performed the diss track live. Yeah. just for you.
0: I was wearing the shirt when you performed
1: it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Insane.
0: Uh I, oh! Wow, we've got mm-hmm. another we've got a, a another coward out here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of cowards, someone had to leave the uh, podcast. Um. Oh, never mind. We're back. <laughs> no I, I i expect to see this matchup happen at some point we've got we had like you know uh the two contenders for like both people vying for hugs they fought like it's like venom and carnage fighting because they both want to fight spider-man or something yeah uh, because we obviously we had the the and samus versus the cheat didn't go well uh, first two six or seven or so yeah <laughs>
1: First to some number, first, first, first to some. Out.
0: First until it ends. Um, we had that happen, which is just like the two people who've got beef with him, who wanted to play, who he's like dodging both of them. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't like know what more we can do. I thought that that would be a good thing to kind of like goad him and get him out of out of uh, the shadows, but apparently it doesn't work.
1: Yeah, I think it kind of just made him sad more than anything. <laughs> mm.
0: Well, maybe if we keep making fun of a middle, like horseshoe <laughs> three, right? Uh okay, I think we've got one more question for a patron and then we'll move on. Oh uh, yeah, I guess I'll ask it. Uh, so
2: Mikey Tabletop wants to know where should I move to avoid my parents?
1: <laughs> where does Mikey Tabletop live at the moment? Southern Jersey. Southern Jersey. Uh come to Arizona. And we can rule as two kings named Mikey here. Uh, (laughs) And they'll never come because they're afraid that it's too hot, but you'll come to find that it's actually not that bad. And you can just kind of uh, pay $300 a month for air conditioning and stay indoors and uh, not have to deal with it at all. Uh, And it'll be fine and great. And I'll uh, kiss you. Wow. Okay, Mikey, Um, a free kiss. A little free Uh, kiss when you come here.
0: What are the uh, what are the energy drinks looking like out there? That's probably very important to Mikey
1: Tabletops. Nintendo. I mean, we got we got Bang, we got Monster, we got Red Bull.
2: Meeting uh, with Bang—that's a bad sign. Yeah. <laughs> Best sign for our good friend Mikey.
1: <laughs> uh, all of these are available to you. I, I don't know what else do you want? Brain Gear, Five Hour Energy.
0: Blurry. you do have the not energy but you do have the um and i believe it's called Angie's drive Through lobster roll which is yeah that's good. new
1: i haven't it, had that what? yet you didn't
0: get it oh dude
1: i thought you would have gotten it in the two weeks since we last saw you i i talked to my wife about it actually i was mm-hmm. like the boys went and they enjoyed it a drive just- through
3: lobster roll what
0: yeah, it's a drive through lobster roll, but it was actually the one that we went to was under construction, so it was re- it was just like a food cart. <laughs> it was like a food truck, but it was like Angie's drive through lobster roll. Wait, it was
1: a drive through food truck? No, or did you get out? Ca- okay, the
0: name is drive through because I think it's okay. supposed to be a drive through, but it was not built, so it was a food truck. What's wrong with my camera here? Anyway. Sorry,
3: I'm a-, I'm a driving through. through. <laughs> I'm a simple Boston man. I hear lobster roll and I'm immediately interested. Yeah, it I can good. understand why that would be confusing. It was
0: cheap. You would be you think you'd be afraid by a 999 lobster roll fries and a drink combo in Arizona through a drive-thru. You'd think you'd be afraid of that. But you get it, and it's pretty damn good. I believe it. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe maybe next time we speak to you when we bestow the jacket onto you. As a member of the five-timers club, you'll have eaten at a lobster <laughs> place by then. <laughs> Angie's drive through lobster roll.
1: Exactly.
0: What you don't know is that now that you... So, the prestigious club of uh, the five, five-timers Five has not been hit yet. You are in the, in the club of four-timers, which yep. you have now entered the zone where we don't ask you if you want to be on the pod anymore because <laughs> we... We've we found out that it's just like, uh, I guess we could get Aiden on, but we'd also have to make a jacket. So you you are now uh, you're in that very fun zone where we have to decide whether or not uh, the cost of an entire jacket is going to be worth it.
1: You're going to have to start getting like actual summit participants and stuff when when it rolls around.
3: Yeah, it will be very tricky with, with Dark Gen X, though, in particular, because he's making his way up there also, as far as appearances.
0: We've got a few who are knocking on, on the five-timers club. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what
3: we're going to do.
2: we Are either going to we'll make a lot like, of jackets, or are we going to cancel the show? It's one we'll of the cycle, two,
0: we'll just start um We'll just like start making new friends out there, right? We've got a lot of zero-timers. There's more zero-timers in the world than there are four-timers.
1: I think if there's anything that can be said, <laughs> that's, that's the one.
0: So, you know, maybe maybe our little cast of characters just, like, dramatic, dramatically shifts when we get everyone to the four-timers club. Um, and suddenly we're talking to, like, people who don't even know what Melee
3: is. Like Jerry Seinfeld.
0: Yeah, what would that sound like? Hey Jerry, what do you think, Genesis? Who's gonna win Genesis Seven, Jerry?
3: I'm gonna pass it to to Eric. Oh my God. You're the
2: worst
0: improv person.
3: <laughs> I don't know. What he all right, I'm like. gonna pass this to my friend.
2: I do think he would say something like, uh, "Oh, my girlfriend's high school teacher."
3: <laughs> nice. That good was reference. a good impression. That was a, That was. I a know good what he joke sounds like a
0: lot of watcher. How do you not know it? He, you've heard him. Um, okay. Well, obviously no one's using Seinfeld as their touching grass segment, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, let's see what, what we do have for our touching grass segments. You know, of course I, I have to say, you know, Edwin, of course, this is officially unnamed. Um, uh, but everyone knows us touching grass. The fans love it. They're clamoring for it to be officially named, but you know, of course we must keep it officially unnamed. So this is the segment, you know, Mikey, you've been around before, obviously being the four timers clubs, so you know what it is, but for anyone, who hasn't. We, uh, we talk a lot about Melee, but, of course, we've got a lot going on in our lives that do not involve Melee. And it's just kind of a, the one time we're able to talk about this type of stuff uh, on these shows. So I'll go first. Uh, a month ago, maybe a month and a half ago, I, I think it was when it first came out, I saw the Batman theaters. And uh, since then, I've been seeing a lot of Batman movies. I, I think I've watched, uh, not including that one, I've watched like six more, since, seven more since then. I'm um, just trying to make my way through, through them all just cause I haven't seen a lot of them. Uh, and the ones that I have seen, it's been forever. So you would think that would be the thing that has been going on with me recently, but it's not the Batman aspect of, of that. It's the theater aspect. I have been going to the movie theaters a lot recently, um, safely <laughs> masked up and in theaters that were like max out of a dozen people, basically, Um, this past week, like the past seven days, I've seen three movies. I went to see X, which is a new horror slasher type movie from a 24. Uh, I saw a, like a, uh, a showing of princess Monoke, which I only saw once before in like a dorm room with eight people. So it wasn't not the ideal experience, Um, which I would say this was the ideal experience. It was amazing. Uh, and then just recently, just yesterday, I saw everything everywhere all at once. I cannot highly recommend that movie enough. I would say the only caveat is that there is very slight things throughout that I would consider epilepsy triggers and a very big epilepsy trigger uh, at a certain point in the movie. So if that is something that will deter you from going to see the movie, I literally think it's the only deterrent because if you have any inclination to watch this movie, I think you should go see it. It's one of the most unique movies I've ever seen. I've not seen a movie like it. I don't think I'll see a movie like it again. It is funny. It's it's like heartbreaking. It's sincere. It's ridiculous. It's like they throw so many things at the wall and all of it sticks and it's all different tones. And yet it doesn't take you out of it. It's an amazing accomplishment. And I like, I'm worried to, to usually I'm worried to build stuff up too much because then I think people just end up getting disappointed. I don't really have that issue with this because I heard incredible things and I went in with such high expectations. uh, And I came out thinking it was all right. Maybe they were even not even praising as much as they should. So that is been uh, something that's been going on in my life recently. Just going to the movies is very fun. Um, The experience where like COVID hits you with stuff where you don't realize how much you liked it before. So, I will say that, and my regal points are adding up. <laughs> I think I can get a free small popcorn if I um use it all. So, we're getting there. <laughs> Your boy's getting there, Edwin. Yeah, what have you been, been up will. to?
3: All right, this is really embarrassing, but I gotta admit it. Um, wearing tiny playing... ladies, <laughs> no. sorry, I, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Stadium, like the first one, I got a uh a nintendo 64 emulator for my computer i have my console as well but i just was too lazy to dig it out of the closet so i've been playing a ton of pokemon stadium one uh i it was the only pokemon game that i owned as a kid like ever so i never caught up with any generation uh i never like i i played red and blue like at my at my cousin's place or whatever but uh, but like it was the it was the game. But Pokemon Stadium was the game that I learned through, and because I didn't have the uh, Game Boy games or whatever, I could only play through the single player with uh, rentals only. And I gotta say, out of I, I played a lot of video games. Okay, I think the the rental onlys playthrough of Pokemon Stadium might be the like, if I were to make a lit. If I were to make a list of, like, the most infuriating experiences of my life, I would say that uh, playing Pokemon Stadium uh, with rentals only is up there. Uh, it has to... It is so absurdly difficult. But, like, I, I don't even know if I could call it difficult. It's just, like, the... It's it, it's just, like, random. The The computer just... It really feels like the computer just bullshits you. And it, it's so incredibly painful... But I've been, uh, for whatever sick, twisted reason, I've been trying to play through the whole game again with rentals only, the way I did it as a kid. And uh, I would just not recommend it. But uh, for whatever reason, my, uh, my, this brain of mine, I've just decided to make it a point to myself to try this challenge again. And uh, yeah, that's, that's what I've been doing in my spare time for the last week.
0: Very cool. Ambi. we've actually uh, had a bit of a break since we last spoke to you. So what's been going on with you?
2: Um, Yeah, I think my life's been pretty boring recently. I've just been doing a lot of various work. I think something that I could talk about that's kind of cool is I uh, I went to a used bookstore in D.C. So I made a, made a trip to D.C. and we, we played some billiards. But the, the, the really fun thing was I went to the bookstore. Uh, I got some cool books. Let's see if I can find them. I have this one, it is Complex Variables by Polio and Lotta. So I was really excited about this. Polio, the mathematician that invented the Polio vector field. Um, this was like $3. It's like, holy shit. I was excited about that. And uh, what else
1: is there? I think yeah.
2: Uh, the River of Consciousness by Oliver Sacks. You guys ever read Oliver Sacks? That guy's flames. Um. Yeah, uh, highly recommend reading this guy's books. He wrote uh, "The Man Who Mistook His Wife for a Hat," which is about visual agnosia, uh, which is a really good book. Uh, I haven't read this one, but Oliver Sacks is really good. So, um, kind of a
0: classic in the field. That book.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, you know Oliver Sacks, a powerlifter. He he could squat <laughs> 600 pounds. God damn. Which is kind of nuts uh, when you when you think about it yeah he is mostly known for his academic chops but very strong man
0: it sucks when you learn that type of stuff where it's like oh this person is famous for this one thing is also just incredible at this other thing yeah it's like damn and i'm incredible at neither of them <laughs> um, yeah that's that's insane also i think you're brain the lead here i've heard a lot about this billiards place you've been going to so it's insane that you were like oh i also went to a billiards place well, this is all I've heard from you in the past. Like, yeah, week. I mean,
2: I went twice to this billiards hall. I played billiards. It's like a bar. <laughs> did you meet any...
0: Uh, did, did any Marth mans come and visit you?
2: No. <laughs> I asked Fendi both times, and he was like, that's eh, like three stops away from me. That's so far. I'm like, all right. Damn. Put him do, on blast, you with your dog in your new house or whatever. Don't take this Yeah, on the people. land
0: that you own.
2: You call yourself Jack Zilla's friend,
0: <laughs>
1: and yeah, uh, Mikey, yeah, you're also
0: ahead. Jack Zilla's friend, are you not?
1: I would say so. Are yeah. you a landowner? I I am. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I own my house. Oh boy, <laughs> it's cringe, right? I'm down <laughs> for the LVT. You know, whatever. Uh, you know me. Uh, <laughs> That's great. <laughs> you down with LVT? <laughs> uh, you know me. Without LVTs
3: and CRTs. That's right. Uh,
1: what have I... I uh, you know, I was talking to JD a little bit before the uh, the podcast about GeoGuessr. Have I done this before on a Touching Grass? I might have no. mentioned GeoGuessr before. Okay. I, I love that game. I play it so much, and uh, I don't know. I think I'm pretty good at it. I'm the world record holder on the uh, map of soccer stadiums of the world. I have completed a score of twenty five thousand points in 50 seconds there uh (laughs) which is pretty cool but i've been playing the battle royale mode which is a Ah, lot of fun and i would love if everyone uh played it i wish it was free to play it's not it's like a five dollar a year account or some shit like that but i think it's worth it it's great you know it's one of those games that's kind of i like pure games you know i feel like melee at its core is very simple you kick the shit out of this person you send him to hell um i like rocket league a lot you know it's just soccer with cars uh but there's like you know obviously depth to all of these games i feel like geoguessers kind of like that you know it it invites you to improvise because sometimes you know you gotta you gotta go off game feel rather than like reading a language or seeing some sort of geographic feature and just being like, oh yeah, well that's this country, you know? So, uh, I think it's really interesting. And I think a lot of people should play geo guesser.
0: There's definitely some, it's like, okay, this, this is simple. I understand it. Right. It's got the thing of like, when you first get into melee, it's like, oh, I know what you're supposed to do. Exactly. But it also has like wave dashing in the sense of like, it has stuff where it's like, yeah, dude, if you want to be good, you have to learn this. Right. It's like, you have to learn what, um, like dashes like what yellow dashes on the road like what countries have that it's or like you have to know like which way to figure out which hemisphere you're on
1: (laughs) yeah you gotta africa africa is a good example because if it's like you look at the sun and it's in the you know it's in the north you're probably in one of the the south africa countries like botswana south africa you know eswatini uh if you look at your car and you can see your car you're probably in ghana uh and if they're driving on the left and the sun is in the south then you're probably in like uganda or kenya so there's it's a whole you know it's you a whole thing
0: it, right aren't Australia's old like australia's photos are all old or something
1: yeah like germany all the buildings are blurred out and shit it's interesting there's some little uh some little idiosyncrasies there
0: are you a uh, do you move or are you no moving
1: uh, I move. You can move um, in all the battle royale. Uh, yeah, marks. I know
0: there's people who do no moving challenges and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I mean I've tried it. It's fun. Not your bag. I I like I like playing against people. You know, uh, yes. I'm a I'm a I'm a PVP's man, not necessarily a PVE's man. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you're not a PV oneself. That's true.
0: Um. Yeah, I, actually, I, this is the first time I've done as much with GeoGesser as their thing. But I did have an episode early on, after we uh, established this as a as a thing, where I used, formerly known as GeoGesser Wizard, but the channel, the YouTube channel of Geo Wizard. Oh yeah, like, very big. This was before he oh. collaborated with the Ludwig. Yeah, yeah. What yeah a he's, Legend. He's great, and then he decided to just. He's like, yeah, I'm still going to do GeoGuessr. I'm also going to pivot my content to, like, me walking around.
2: <laughs> and it's great. That's what his content was like before, though, I thought. Before was he it? got into GeoGuessr. Yeah, because he, he, his first video was, I'm going to go across, like, like Great Britain in a straight line or whatever. No,
0: the straight line came way after his GeoGuessr you think, was content. it? I thought it was before. Yeah, no, I think that was, like, after he changed his name to GeoWizard from mm. Wizard. Wizard. Mm. Um, yeah. No, it was like, that's why it felt so insane. Cause he was like, Hey, I'm just the guy who sits at his, uh, I don't even think he had a camera at that point. He's like, I'm like, I sit at my computer. Uh, now I'm going to try to walk across this place in a, uh, this straight line. And he did that for a couple of times. I think he's done like Wales and Scotland and Norway. And, uh, uh, I feel like that might be it, but he might've, uh, doubled up on some of those, but it's just like, I don't know, man. It's truly amazing. I, I think there's like vlogs where he does that type of stuff. Uh very, very entertaining.
1: Yeah. He's he, he makes good stuff. I I you know he's more cracked than I am for sure. And probably almost anyone in the goddamned world. And then um,
0: you see him sometimes he'll play and he and you find out there's levels to this stuff. Yeah. There are people who are more cracked than he is. It's crazy. Yeah,
1: for sure. But uh I'm gonna I'm gonna grind. For sure. I'm going to keep grinding. I would like to be very good at GeoGuessr. Uh, also, you know, it fits with the theme of me putting my own self-indulgent segments in the Summit broadcast because the whole Survivor thing uh, I'm I'm very excited about. And that's, you know, that's how I imbue Touching Grass into Melee, I guess. I'm excited to see what that looks
0: like. I, I remember we had the GeoGuessr segment of uh what was it it was old tournaments um yeah where i got roasted Smash for well
1: yeah i got roasted for putting the wrong wombo combo venue yeah <laughs>
0: so that was nice up. and then no one remembered uh where apex was that made me <laughs> either, so mad.
1: either time
0: i got war flashbacks they were like
1: they were like all there you know <laughs> what happened it's so funny repression Hugo go saw Hugo lived in New Jersey and saw the words Garden State and did not know what that meant. That's insane.
0: Can't trust him, man. He won't even uh, he won't even accept any of these money matches. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Just an all around coward.
1: <laughs> oh fuck.
0: Uh, but you know who's not a coward? You, Mikey. You you know you've graced our presence yet again. Four I appreciate time- you coming on here four One-time times yes.
1: podcast guest mikey the cheat.com iosu right here that's me changing our my twitter name right now <laughs> that's right that's right
0: If slime asks uh you know don't say anything but you are if he doesn't ask then you are our favorite Paisan. I- i'm
1: gonna tell him the truth
0: i don't want to pit <laughs> our italians against
1: each other <laughs> oh you d- you wouldn't want to do that you'd never want no do that. no
0: no but uh yeah no this is a super fun episode i i it's uh yeah, I had such a good time that I almost forgot the fact that I ate two slices of pizza, two cheesy sticks. And a uh, two, I, I had two, the, the, the Noah's Ark. I had, uh, two pieces of pizza, two cheese sticks, and then two breadsticks. And I'm Holy feeling shit. it. I just, it took me until now to really feel it, but, uh, I'm, I'm kind of getting there. Um, so I appreciate you being on. This is a very fun episode. Maybe the idea of us eating on podcast will be something we keep in here, but, uh, who knows time will tell
1: that's another thing that hugo uh innovated right the slim jim <laughs> commentary clip he really did you
0: yeah. know what maybe we'll have him on and we'll all eat slim jims
1: <laughs> there's an idea
0: melee stats uh you know waiting for a game will just very slowly
1: become a food podcast <laughs> waiting for papa john's to deliver the pizza <laughs> yeah. the name, new name of the podcast dude
0: 32 to 42 minutes my ass
1: it's much faster right for any papa john's brand representatives <laughs> watching thank you so much yes of course
0: <laughs> yes of course and uh you know if if you are watching and you want someone to shill your content i uh you know i'm sure we're all easily bought
1: by vouchers gift cards coupons cards. cards.
0: You know what? Even merchandise. I I love. I would love to rock a up Papa John's hat or visor at the next uh, tournament. <laughs> For sure. No one, no one's watching, and if they were, they're not watching two hours in. <laughs> 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 but I th- I think two hours in means that it's probably time to end it. Mikey, you've been a great guest. Um, we know you just did your your shill. You did it last. Time we had you on which is our last episode but if you want to plug anything right now now would be a good time
1: yeah go follow oxy underscore crimson on twitter uh that's all no dude he's in the uh
0: two-timers club right edwin well you gotta you know? get him yeah i i, I think,
3: yeah, I, think I, thought it
2: was, I thought
3: it was three. Oh no no it's it's three it's
0: three yeah he uh he would leave us on red for a long time and then actually blamed it on me for not like going after him hard enough. Um, so his numbers could be higher. He could be in the four timer club. Well, yeah, now that you, maybe well, he could have a jacket.
1: Who knows if it's not true, you could hold over a set that he's been on less than I have. And then he don't definitely has him.
0: been. So you've got that going for you. You're, you're in the elusive club with Aiden, and uh, I don't know <laughs> who knows. Um, but yeah incredible to have you on and of course we will be watching with bated breath to see what's happening with the summit
1: uh campaigns <laughs> opt-in <laughs> go opt-in now check the website i
0: yeah i'm sure it'll all end up good um and then edwin amby very fun to have you both on very fun to see you in only a few days in the flesh i hope i made it to edwin's hug list
2: we'll see we'll see who else makes the hug list my
1: hugs are great Edwin I'll see you soon
2: I'll think about it (laughs) he looks so uncomfortable sweet sweet sweet
0: Edwin who's on the eye contact list for Genesis
3: Uh, I like making Uh, eye contact that's a smart list for.
2: that's that's a smart list than hug for me (laughs) no I love making eye contact with people have you
3: ever talked to me I love looking directly at (laughs) people
0: I guess it's been a long time. I forget what it's like to have a conversation with a Noke, Edwin, budding <laughs> Uh Now that I doxed you, I-, I guess I'll give out other information about melee stats. Uh, if you, <laughs> if you, <laughs> like you want watch our, the show, access to
3: our bank account, <laughs> if you
0: let me, yeah, let me give you all of you know uh, the streets we all grew up on. <laughs> uh first pet you know wait that's just like sex name <laughs> so that's porn star name <laughs> uh don't search that okay um if you feel if you like watching these live you can continue to do so on twitch.tv slash melee stats if you want to catch them after they air you can do so at the uh melee stats archive on youtube while you're over on youtube check out melee stats that's our main channel it's going to be our long form content you can go to twitter and see stuff like daily reporting and links to content on our website so melee stats.co you can find articles like monday morning marth and when's melee and if you love everything we do you can support us on patreon.com slash melee stats or you can uh be tricked into like betting on soon say versus eddie mexico and uh give us a year worth of patron money there <laughs> So uh, follow Edward Budding on Twitter to see whenever he is in the mood to make a $50 bet.
3: Of or course you see me in Twitch chat somewhere. See you in Twitch chat team. or
0: in a few days see you I in person. Afraid. I'm very happy to see you all. And uh, you know what? If any of you guys are kicking around Genesis 8 and you want to come up to any of well, <laughs> I'll speak for myself. If you want to come up to me, go ahead and say hi. Um, Do not speak oh, now, to me. I would not recommend going to Mikey. I would definitely not recommend going to Edwin. And I would slightly recommend going to Abby.
2: That sounds right. <laughs> I would slightly recommend talking
1: to me as well. You know, I've had like a couple people ask for my autograph before. What yeah. What the fuck are you I'm doing? That's
3: <laughs> weird. <laughs> it's so I weird. I really implore everyone listening to this podcast to talk to me. I'm very friendly. Don't do it. Okay, hold on. So everyone, everyone watching, please go up to Mikey and Esper. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see a line. I want to see like thirty people. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be in like the back of the venue. You won't be able to, to, to watch.
0: I want to see the the um the autograph line, and then I want to see the Edwin hug line.
1: <laughs> Who does
3: he's
0: autographs? Edwin, an Any, anyway, do, do you think you're gonna get yelled at by the uh, staff again?
3: oh my god for for uh what did i get yelled at it because was i wasn't wearing my badge or something it was the funniest thing you weren't wearing it and
0: the person went this has happened too many times i let you go through that once but you keep
3: doing this they like got really
0: mad at you
3: it was so shocking i didn't know how to respond i was like geez that's crazy
0: it was it was like a discipline area i remember i was walking with you and i saw you get taken aside i was like oh, i'm just gonna keep going to the venue <laughs> I,
3: I don't even think that it wasn't that i didn't have my badge on me It's that like i hid it under my like shirt or something yeah you like didn't show
0: it to him or whatever it was very funny it was not your fault at all but it was it was hilarious that that was like Apparently, one of a series of infractions you made against this guy, yeah. Were, and this, this that were memorable never enough it. for him to be like, It's you again. they <laughs> told me, Yeah, well, I, I'm very excited to see how you uh annoy the hotel staff at this tournament.
2: <laughs> It'll be a good time,
0: <laughs> all right, everyone. Uh, thanks for watching, waiting for game, and uh, be sure to tune in to Genesis 8 because our next episode we're going to go over just say we're going to go over pound and hey maybe we're going to bring up the fact that we we didn't talk about this yet we're going to bring the fact that we are sending pipsqueak to like four tournaments oh shit that's right i mean technically three technically bts is sending into one but we uh we still put it up on our powers combined we
1: are sending pipsqueak to four tournaments (laughs) yes
0: (laughs) truly yes (laughs) truly this is the papa johns of uh players
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. He's everywhere <laughs> Just building bridges between Two powerful entities uh, So yeah you can check us out next week Because we're probably going to have a lot to talk about then And you know what the way that this year is looking For the next couple of weeks we're probably going to have a lot to talk about mm-hmm. So thanks everyone for watching tonight And then we'll see you next week See ya Peace guys
4: Bye.